Boom. Okay. So now that I'm the producer of the Donnell Rawlings podcast, we already established that. We established that. Yes. We've taken off the RZA. Sir, thank you for being here. Thank you. I'm going to give him uh, a beat. Man, he's going to be. uh, You're going to have music. I'm. I'm. Yo, this from hip hop royalty. Yo, first off, when you said that, I'm saying I got a button down too. Don't just assume it's all hip hop. (laughs) That that was insulting. You know, not hip hop. I would love any genre. If you have a vision, or you see, or even connected to this at all, whatever you feel, I fucking got to feel it, and I'll make it work. I think your idea of driving around talking shit is a great one. I like when I Bill Burr did a podcast doing that. He basically right. did like these little video things doing that. But driving with Donnell is a great idea. Or even just you, you don't limit it. Do whatever the fuck you want. If I'm one day dude. you want to drive, drive. If one day I you s- want to sit in your living room, just talk shit in your living room, do that. The day, the day, the day was a good day for me because I knew it was coming to do your show. And I've been ducking the question and evading it for so long. When I see you, I can't even be real with you like I want to. <laughs> And I was like, I said, fuck, man, I'm doing Rogan in two hours. I got to go do a podcast. What are you writing? I was just writing podcasts because I don't I know if he's doing a podcast or a podcast. P-O-D. P-O-D. Yeah, I know, so I'm just, I'm just kind of, you know, I'm yeah. just taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, yo, it's just going to be like, it's just going to be, I wanted Joe to stop bullying me. <laughs> I didn't want him to talk shit because every time I see him, every time I see him, son, he'd be like this. We have a regular conversation. Then he'd just start doing like this. (laughs) I'm like, this nigga about to hit me, right? No. He said, he said, what's up with the podcast? We going to shoot that shit to the moon. Uh Uh-oh. Come on, man. He start doing this. Yeah, yeah. It's that high school. Like, three o'clock. I'm just trying to get him enthusiastic. I'm like, you're too good. You're too good to not have a podcast. He said, do this. And I said, and I'm going to tell you. I could go in front of thousands and thousands of people. I ain't tripping off that shit. But it was just something about me talking to myself, mm. talking to myself. I never did that. Well, 44 know, minutes. That's, yeah. Well, nah, yeah. Do you ever talk I to yourself? I never did that. You know what? You, I got to admit, you got to talk to yourself. But I never did it. But, but you know what? You got to start, bro. Let me say, I got to say this. <laughs> yo, yo, no, the real talk. Today, I've been talking to Joe, no bullshit. I've been talking to Joe about this shit for five months. We talk about it. People, right. been his fans were talking about it. And I ain't going to front. I was a little nervous about it. And like I was like, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. And then when I did it, today when I finished it, I felt good as shit, son. See what I mean? I felt yeah. like this. I was like, oh, it's about to be on, son. It's on. See? We just had to get uh, moving. That's what? all you needed. You just needed a launch. Who starts their podcast off with Joe Rogan producer and a RZA producer? And Jamie Vernon doing the technical oh, Jamie, difficulties. Ja- Jamie was mad at me at first, though. <laughs> Jamie went try to help me at all, Joe. I was trying to be cool. I'm trying to talk like a white person, Joe. I'm talking like a white person. Yo, I didn't want to throw the child in. He wanted me to say, fuck it then, right? <laughs> I was trying to figure it out. And uh, I said, okay, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right. I agree with you 100. percent But absolutely. what I said, what can I do to help me and you? We're gonna make it happen, and we worked it out. We worked he, it out. He didn't want to turn my internet on. He was like, he didn't want to put me online or nothing, son. There's a couple of companies that offer like a, a turnkey sort of situation. What is the one who does Eric Weinstein's podcast? And he does. You gotta Google that. They have like a, a service. They have a company, and they just they they get all the ads for you, and they take a certain percent, and then they set up a studio for you. You don't have to think about shit. You just go in and be yourself. We know it's crazy. Um, not that I'm jumping on Donnell's 
bandwagon right here. You no. can though. What's wrong with that? No, you know, <laughs> I, I'm, anyway, I'm, I'm not used to that. You know? All right. <laughs> I'm not used to, not used nah. to jumping on bandwagons. But let me just say, yo, um, nah, um, maybe for the last few months, since we started the Hulu, the American Saga uh, series, people have been pushing me to do a podcast, right? Mm. Um, I they would up, love to listen to you. I end up not doing one, but we have one for the show, of course, that kind of does, you know, like after the show goes mm-hmm. off, you could go and listen and hear, uh, you know, more inside details of the story. But still, during that process, it was like, you need to do a, a podcast, Wes, because just the way you think, um, you just need more people with that kind of thinking. You know what yeah. I mean? So when he just said, does he talk to us? You know, he don't talk to himself. But then after he was finished talking to himself for 44 minutes, he felt a weight come off of him. I was, son. But yeah. there's a scripture on that, bro. What is it? The scripture is in the Bhagavad Gita. Ooh. Is that the Quran? No. 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 I don't know. I don't. What, I know. The Quran is the Quran. All right. The I just ba- need to know. So the Bhagavad Gita Spell which it. means the song of God. Just put G-I-T-A, Gita. The Gita, right? Mm-hmm. It's actually the words of Krishna. And he says, contemplation with yourself, which is talking with yourself, will take you further than praying. Ooh. Okay? And if a man is not contemplating, right? If you're not, mm. whether you're doing it verbally, like right now we're talking out loud. We all got that voice in our head. Yeah. Right? You had that voice. You was like, yo, should I put the condom on or not? That joint ain't that loud no more. Yeah, right. don't I feel you. I've been there. You had that voice. And, right. and, and, and you know, if you, if you listen to it or you don't listen to it, right? Right. right. But the bottom line is that According to Krishna, it's that contemplation that makes us better. It's that reflection of what we did, what we're gonna do, and and you when you verbalize it even out loud. I mean, the right. spoken word it's even more powerful. So, you get it out. Yeah. Mm. That's how I felt. Yeah, it's good. I, but, it, but I'm telling you, part of it was like I was not letting Joe talk shit to me. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck that, man! He's not doing that." But I'm I'm glad I did it, man. The Bhagavad Gita did not reach him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to do a podcast, huh? He should. You know, I think, look. Son, 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 son. They tell people they get, son, they get mad money too, son. You can make oh, yeah. money. What? But the most important thing is that you have a voice. Like, yeah. you're an interesting guy. If you did a podcast, it would be interesting. There's a it lot of people. Work. It's good to have a bunch of different people doing it from all different Different styles of art, different. If a person walks is already, life, if a person yeah. has already been interested, yes. people for one, people want to want to keep getting different yes. pieces of you. How can you give it to them? Dude, they love me, to hear like you just you, talk about come life. Come on, man, that's a that's a fucking easy. That's, that's a no brainer. Well, You're well, here quoting the Bhagavad Gita. It's you and Duncan Trussell, the only people who quote the <laughs> Bhagavad Gita. That's hilarious. I love that's that. A, book. Oh, that's an amazing book, man. That's what Oppenheimer quoted when he uh, watched the first atomic bomb blow off. Said, I am become death, destroyer of worlds. It's a quote yeah, yeah, right yeah, from, from the from Bhagavad Gita. Gita. Yeah. That's crazy shit. That's a dad. Yeah, that's a, that is a fascinating book, man. There's all sorts of allusions to like UFOs and shit. I was about Bhagavad to say Gita. that. You talk about, well, well the Mahavata, which is mm-hmm. a longer version. Yeah. So the Bhagavad Gita is about 700 verses that's taken out of the Mahavata, which is one of the longest. It's not the longest poem, but it's in the top ten. How do you say it? Is it Mahabharata? How do you say it? Yeah, you might have. That B is in there. Yeah, I don't know if that something. B is silent. You know? Yeah, that's <laughs> the one with all the B's. I ain't never, <laughs> I don't even know words that got a silent B. Yeah, <laughs> Mahabharata. That's yeah. the one. That's, what that's word has a silent stories. B? I never even know those words existed. <laughs> Mahabharata. A silent B? There's no, something like that's that, right? got a B in there. That, that B makes noise. Right? 
But it's uh, there's vimanas in that, right? Where there's flying crafts. There's a bunch yeah. of weird shit that people throughout Laser history beam, have tried lightning. to figure out. What the fuck are they talking about? Yeah, and uh, you know that ancient civilization was measuring what they call coppers every thirty five thousand years. You know, and they were saying, you know, measuring you, coppers. Yeah, no, like that's 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 like K A P P A, like Capadonna, oh. copper. Oh, I got a tendency to. I, I, I want to just make a disclaimer real quick. I have a tendency to pronounce words the way I pronounce. Them. <laughs> I have a tendency to listen and understand the words where you pronounce them. Right? <laughs> words are everything it's I love, so, my nigga. <laughs> So yo, also, you gotta, uh, yo, wait a minute, gotta, can I say this real quick? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot this when I did my show earlier, right, son? Joe said he never spit a sixteen, uh, son. Oh, you never spit a sixteen? No, I didn't. I'm very white. <laughs> Eight? No, no, man. He, I didn't even know what he's talking about. I had to like go over it. With Tell him, him the bars you said you spit. Oh, uh, what I said, hip hop. Him to the, <laughs> oh, he was in That's a classic. Not, yo, he what happened? He was asking me about Sugar Hill, and I said, "Yeah, I remember that." And then I started singing it. I don't think I was asking about Sugar Hill, sir. <laughs> I think we talked no, about no, it. No, no, no. I wish did I could he? remember exactly. Didn't he? I we think got, you did. We went to Sugar Hill after yeah. after a period of time. Yeah, you asked yeah. me if I knew. No, no. This is what I said. You okay. ever spit sixteen? You was like. Just what you told me, Joe. You said, I don't have time to spit 16. No, I don't have any time to rap. This is what you rap. said. No, I don't. you said, I have much better things. I said, things. I enjoy it. You said, Joe, you I enjoy said, listening to it. I don't have time to do it. That's what, Joe, you said, I have much better things to do my time than to spit 16. I don't think that's what I said. I'm pretty sure that's what you said. Well, what I said was, I'm too busy to do one more thing. And <laughs> oh. I, I like rap, but I don't like to do it. Right. I, I, maybe I would love it. But I'm not going to. I don't have any time. Okay. That's yeah, all it not, means. That's not your thing, yeah? Yeah, that's all it means. Don't try to twist it. Yeah, you, I didn't twist it. How the tape speaks for itself. I am the producer the tape, of your, I know. your <laughs> show. Oh, oh, I'm and getting you are treating me like, was, in a terrible manner. I'm fired Misquoting. Edit it. You're going to edit it out. Let's edit, let's edit this. We were talking right. about how few white rappers ever actually make it. Like the tiny percentage in, in comparison to the ones who try it. Like how many of them try it? You got to think there must be millions and millions that have tried it. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Like there's like a small handful of guys. Well, in all reality, it's a small handful. Period for period. Anyways, for anyways. Anyways. So yeah. so so that's true too. So if you look at the ratio, I'm a ratio guy. So mm. as we talk, you'll see I'm always I'm always pulling some numbers into things. But if you look at the ratio, let's say one million white guys tried, right? Five made it. Whew. Let's say. Fifty million blacks tried. You see what I mean? Mm. So, so it's usually, it's usually the ratio, right? That, Many more that, are doing. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah makes sense. But hip hop. Let me just say something about hip hop because I could I could say that right. It's dead. No. <laughs> How could I hip hop be nervous? I, no, I, just, I was just checking. I was like, you happened. killed it. I'll get Takashi tried to kill it, but go ahead. Oh, <laughs> no, the beautiful hilarious. thing is that hip hop oh, is a is, is really no, one of those. No, he did. Okay, I'm sorry. No, no, it's all good. I'm, you know, that's a, I like I like this 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 energy here. But hip hop is a pure American uh, creation culture. Yeah it's, yeah, it's like it's like it's you know people try to trace it. Nah, man, trace it right here. Yeah. And when it was formed, right, it's definitely you know. You know, a lot of young black men, you know, you to go back to uh Cool Hulk and Grandmaster Flash and and Melly Mel and um Spoonie G, you know, you could go back to the classes, you know, Grandmaster Kaz, right? But within Grandmaster Kaz crew, the Cold Crush brother, you got Charlie Chase, right? So you got the Spanish brothers there. Within our first hip hop songs that we love, you know, LL Cool J, Rock the Bells. Mm. Oh, guess who produced that? Rick Rubin. 
Mm. He got the white brother there. Oh yeah, we was talking about that. Um, so, mm. so the so the youth culture of America at that time, right? Even with Fab Five Freddy going down, you know, town to the CBGB crowd and all that, and Blondie and all these, all these things was melding from our culture. Now, whereas of course, uh, it's it's a dominantly a black expression, right? It's, you know, we could say we dominated the culture, but it took angles from every other part of New York. To, to make it exist And that means It took Our Spanish brothers And their culture It took our white brothers And their culture To all form it And then of course When Wu-Tang came We brought the Asian culture in You know what I mean mm, Yeah and, and Wu-Tang and, When you say that It's like it came in Like a thunderstorm nigga. Yeah. Like Whoo yeah. You know what I mean So So we should So So well, We should be proud To know that it's That it You know That it, it's like An inclusive American art form mm. It is You know what I mean And look Bruce Lee who was an American, right? People got to, you know, he represents the Asian culture, but he was born in America, went back, made it big in Hong Kong, and came right. back to America and took it to the next level again. And when you look at some of those breakdance moves and some of the philosophies that he brought to mixing more styles together, you know, Jeet Kune Do, which means the way of the intercepting fists, or also the way of he combined boxing with Fencing with mm. with uh, with uh, Wing Chun. Yes, right. He 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 put all those MMAs together, together before it was even that. Right when and it was taboo. Exactly. Hip hop also is that same type of product where you do have the the soul of James Brown, the the jazz of the loneliest monk. Mm. You know what I mean? The the rock beat of Billy Squire. Yeah. I got a big beat or honky tonk woman by Rolling Stones. Those are break beats, but yet you also got the Latin feeling of the Mambo Kings uh, and uh, songs like Apache and the Mexican. Do you think? Mm. Do you think hip hop is evolving and not just because is it evolving um, in a sense of the creativity of it? I think it's definitely because people it, it, they got a situation now where it don't have to evolve. But people have found a way to make money off of something that people may not agree with. There's like hot, but do you think hip hop is evolving? Yes, it, it always evolves, right? So it's part of the evolution we're seeing now is whereas we in my generation we relied on music that was created before us because we went to we came in a time where they took music programs out of school. Right, so you didn't learn how to play a guitar, piano, and the, your music equipment or your instrument became your turntables. It became your drum machine. Right. It eventually became our sampler, and then we sampled a lot of songs, a lot of breaks from old records that already existed. Right, right. But this generation, right, they are not actually forced to sample. They actually could take their keyboard, their drum machine, their laptop, and just create. And on mm. their phone too, yeah. yeah. And on their phone to just create the beat, right? And so now the beat has no uh, historical reference to it in the sense of, oh, that was a James Brown sample, mm. that was a Marvin Gaye sample. No, this, this, that's just that, that kid who, whether he did Fruity Loops and threw some chords progressions together, or whether he sat there on his garage band on his phone and 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 hit the guitar program that comes with it, right. or whatever. The creativity of it is now having this form of originality, right? right. Now, of course, once something like that happens, there's a formula. So we keep hearing that same formula exists right, right now. But I think one of the greatest evolution of hip-hop, right, is, and, and, and I, I'm going to use the word evolution loosely because when I think about the Cold Crush Brothers and the Force MDs, they did this anyway in the beginning. But 
hip-hop has become more melodic now than it did in the 90s and the early 2000s, right? So what I mean by that, you know, rappers now, you know, you know, I'm just so D, like it's all melody, it's all, you know, it's all chanting, right? Uh, It has the reggae chant vibe to it. When we was doing it, I smoke on the mic like smoking Joe Fraser, the hell Lisa. Right. It was all aggressive chop rap, you know what I mean? Right. So so to see that it, it evolves to this melodic form and then look at Kanye, he's now took it to gospel. It's melodic as hell right now. Snoop took it to the Snoop Lion. But Snoop yeah. Lion, he was Snoop was really successful. The Snoop Lion thing didn't wasn't that successful. But the one he won the al- gospel album, I think he was getting awards and nominated and like and stayed on top of Billboard for a while. Yeah, and now Kanye yeah. is, is is in that world. So so it's evolving, right? And but church even different now. You got fucking pussy eating preachers now. What you, what you mean now? What? No, no, I'm just saying like viral. <laughs> no, I'm just saying no. I'm sorry, I didn't know. What's going on? I didn't know they had this one. You didn't hear about this, son? What happened? Do you know what's going on? No, no, I, I don't know exactly what's going on. <laughs> no, Say it again, slow, brother. The pussy eating preacher. Uh, there was a, what look, is that a pep? Jamie, Google it, Google it, son. It was like, like I'm pretty sure p- p- preachers been eating pussy for a while, <laughs> but this one got caught on camera and he, he went viral, son. On Pornhub and like they uh, went, no, porn. No, no, no. <laughs> is that no. real? It's a, yeah, it yo, like it. yo, it's real. <laughs> okay. And they, women doing little signs like, if you was on a dirt, deserted island, who would you want to be? And they got somebody else. They got somebody else, and they got the pussy eating preacher. Oh, and man. people can vote. I know it's kind of disgusting. Where's he from? From New York. I don't know. He from down south. They on they on God hard down there. They on it's God like, hard. They on God hard. <laughs> <laughs> they on God hard, son. Down oh, in North Carolina, South Carolina. Oh, oh Jesus. That's Jamie? him right there. They say he's speaking tongues. Oh, wait. That, those are pussy cats. Yeah, no, they, uh, no, they, they blocked it all out with pussy cats so that you can't see yeah. him pussy. And see, I'm, I'm a little popular. naive. Uh, I'm a little it's the naive. internet kids. These wacky kids. They love cats. And this guy conjugation is going up. <laughs> Well, oh, it's listen. Yeah, it's going up. People are, pussy, people are auditioning. They're like, look at God. What he do it? Girls like eating, getting their pussy eaten. It's a fact. Listen, nothing wrong. Listen, man. Yeah. So that's one thing about sex. This is, look, listen, can I use a little more scientific word here? Please. Cunnilingus. Ah. Man, I don't, all right. You know I right? feel you, but nah. But go ahead. <laughs> what kind of? And listen, but you just like you said earlier, you're going to speak the way you normally talk? Yeah. So, cunnilingus. I use cunnilingus now in, my, you in, do. in my daily conversation. Okay? Mm. No, but, uh, now, but cunnilingus is, a, look, it's, it's, you know, fellatio, whatever you guys want to do. This is part of sex. So it is what it is, right? Um, and, of course, everybody likes it. Everybody likes sex. You, listen, I don't think you're going to find a species that don't like sex. Yeah. You can see two flies on top of each other. Mm, you ever see two flies? Smashes. Yeah. Smashes. Yeah. Smashes. Yeah. In the air. Yeah. Right, doing three sixties, yo. Right, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's going doing verticals too. You ever yeah. see eagles do it? They have to fly through the air and they they almost crash to the ground while they're fucking because they kind of like run out of space. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's the guy, and the guy's trying to nut on the way down. And if they oh. don't make it, sometimes they'll bounce off trees and shit. You <laughs> never he, seen it? Nah, you should either. watch Eagles fuck. Jimmy Schubert used to have a great bit about it. I don't know if he still has it, but he had a great bit about eagles. Like, eagles fucking sound fucking like the name of a band. Yeah, a metal band. <laughs> Evil's, uh, Eagles, Eagles, fuck it. Do they go to sleep afterwards? I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about it, but I remember learning about it from a Jimmy Schubert bit. Yeah, this is them fucking. They Damn. fuck. 
and they just lock up until he gets it off. She's like, no, let go. You're not going to come. He's like, I'm going to get it off. Damn, he focused. No, no yeah. I like about that. Those are American eagles right they there. Are, yeah. Americans <laughs> fuck, yeah, that's taking it. a big risk for cum. <laughs> I mean, this bananas. This is the real thing. And then apparently they'll just join. With no emotions. Ain't no emotions involved with this. <laughs> Look at his face, though. He had that face like, <laughs> you saw what I did to that, was it? No emotion involved with that at all. <laughs> it's a terrible animal to have as our national animal. Isn't it? Is it's it? a raptor, a vicious raptor that doesn't give a fuck about anything. But when that motherfucker spread his wings, Ooh. that look is like, you don't know, and it's, that look and flying is what yeah. gives it that. It's good if you want the world to be scared of you. Yeah. You definitely want to eat. An eagle is a good, good one. A good one. Yeah. Man, I, it's one of the forms of kung fu that I had to learn is the eagle claw. Yeah. Which is a very good If you want me to show you. Uh, nah, man, you ain't got to do no moves on me, man. I know you, Wu Tang, forever. So. Hey, let's Don't take, pitch me out you, of that. When did you get into kung fu movies? Wow. I got into those. Like, I saw my first kung fu movie, I think, at the age of nine. Right? Wow. And, you know, that was probably only my third movie experience. You know huh. I mean? Only because, you know. Right. I mean, nowadays, you know, you can see movies anywhere. Back then in, in the early 70s. You had to go somewhere. You had to go somewhere. And listen. Oh, you got to have a tape. Oh, no, no, no. no VHS. No, tape. no, no. This is before VHS. I'm talking Damn. about going to the movies. And like, actually seeing like the My shit. first movie. Let me, let me give you a little movie history for the RZA. First movie I ever saw was um, Huckleberry Finn. Wow. Okay. Down south, my cousin took me to the movies. I was maybe six or seven years old. Second time to the movie theater. Second time, uh, my uncle Hollis took me. Uh, it was a double feature. It was um, um, Star Wars and The Swarm, right? Uh, which is, and listen to how all this stuff affects my life. The Killer Bees, The Swarm, Wu Tang Killer Bees. Right. Third time to the movie theater, right? Or third or fourth time, because I saw Rocky and then I saw uh, a double feature starring Bruce Lee, which is called Fury of the Dragon, and another movie called Black Samurai starring Jim Kelly. Oh man, that was uh, a shit. And once I saw, <laughs> yo, once I saw that, yo, that nigga was fucking motherfuckers. Out. Oh man, <laughs> he was a bad pre, was fucking bitches and everything. everything. <laughs> Go ahead. Go once ahead. I saw that. <laughs> I was hooked on the action kung fu movies. What? Uh, okay. Yeah. And then I saw as a double feature. You had to as a double feature. <laughs> That's to, like bam, bam. Tender age of, of of nine. And mind you, that was the birth of Wu Tang Clan. Yeah. And mind you, back then to go to the movies, you did, we my family didn't have the dollar twenty five like to get the money to go to movies. That's a big deal. It may take six months. <laughs> God and, and, damn. and when we got to the movies, I'm gonna tell you this family, my family. This is back when we, I was still eating meat, pork, swine. You know, we used to kill the pig. We used to raise them, name them, kill them, eat them. All right? But so now I'm in New York City living with my grandmother. Send me the movies. Rocky's playing. Everybody's coming to see Rocky. We got to bring our Sunday dinner to the theater with us. Oh, nigga. I'm the, and yo, and my grandma. In aluminum foil? She stuffed pig feet in oh. there. Oh, Collard oh, greens, potato salad. Joe, you salad. would never know this, Joe. Wow. In the, in movie the movies. Theater. In the wow. movies. Other people got popcorn, oh, goobers. They let you bring it in? Back in those it's, days, you could, you could uh, but you know what? You, you could also sneak it in. Too. Yeah, you yeah, sneak yeah. It in. You, was, you had a big bag. You knew what the big bag was. Yeah, you had a Nobody was thirsty. One motherfucker might get a soda. Yeah, They was like this. And share it. Like, yo, let me yeah. tell you something. We walked 
for years, I walk right past all the concessions. Yeah. Everything. Popcorn, yeah. hot dogs, Twizzlers. Never had no money for that shit. And walk straight in the theater. Yeah. I'm with, I'm yeah. with him. Because, listen, think about a dollar for a Snicker. You couldn't even get a Snicker when it was 40 cents. Nope. Like, you used to ask, you used to ask our parents, uh, hey, mom, you got 25 cents? What you say? <laughs> Boy, I ain't got, got good no sense. <laughs> I ain't got no sense. So I ain't got good sense, boy. You know what I mean? So we from that ever. But at the end of the day, though, those movie moments, you know what I mean? They really inspired me, really took me like to a world that was different from the from the project world that I lived in. You know what I mean? Mm. And once I started seeing like movies like The Five Deadly Venoms and Thirty Six Chambers and and uh Mask Avengers and Super Ninjas, all that, when you start seeing those now. You're like in a period, yeah. and you're seeing all this action, and it just it started resonating with me. And uh, maybe around the age of fourteen, I just ended up. I had won't talk talk the whole show of it, but around the age of fourteen, I'm Nigga, watching. Niggas want to listen. Yeah, don't worry about it. I'm watching. Uh, Eating um, Tito's and tonic here. Remember <laughs> last time tonic, you gave me a drink, sir? Do you want a drink? Yeah, I'll take okay. Tito's. Get, you don't drink, right? Ice. You don't Tell drink. You're a vegan. Y'all don't drink, right? He said, "I'm a vegan. I don't drink." Ain't no, I'm just asking you a question. Vegan don't do shit. Ain't no meat and vegan. And I mean, drinks. Ain't no, and drinks. I know yeah. when someone be sensitive, they like, what is the potato and then is it? Or I don't know how you know. <laughs> they be like, is it corn syrup? Is this dehydrated? What's the origin of it? I don't know. Right, right. You know There's what? a lot of wine that's not vegan, apparently. Yeah, they put yeah. egg whites in a lot of. Wines. Is that what they do? Egg yeah. whites. Yeah. I don't even really, to be honest, I don't even really know what the fuck a real vegan is. <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> okay, what does that mean? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is you can't it, eat anim- is any it, animal is it, products. What is the? What is? The, what is it? What it you ain't can't. that you can't, right? We should. Well, if you are yeah. claiming to be a vegan, a vegan diet, so, a vegan diet is so no animal products. So, do true vegans give a fuck about vegan for the health of it, or for actually what it's doing to animals and shit? Both, both for sure. Really? Both. Yeah. So you, you give two a fuck. Camps. You give a fuck about People like how, share. how chickens are slaughtered and shit is the reason. I mean, yeah. To be honest with you, bro, I just you know I just hit you with this right here. The reality, how I feel. No animal needs to die for me to live, okay? My son turned 14 this year, never had a piece of meat in his life, okay? He go do eight pull-ups right now, okay? My oldest son, having had meat in his life, he could bench over 200 pounds, okay? Uh, 6'2", eight-pack, play gu- guitar, piano, Great memory. He never had no hot dogs or nothing. Never had a hot dog. <laughs> he never, never had, had a hot dog. Never, never had a, he never, never hot dog. Never hold had, on, hold he on. never had a hot dog. He never had you a, ain't never tell hold he on. Ain't never. You think he never, ever had a hot dog. Listen. How old is he, 18? Listen. How old is he, 18? 21. 21. He never, yo, yo. Son. Listen. Okay. If he it's had a hot like dog, it was a vegan hot dog. You know what I mean? Not over grandma like house that. or nothing? Nah, nah. Nah? The whiskey? Nah. No, no, but I'm not knocking it. No, but point being made to you, right, bro, is that... I'm only saying that to say that I got I can look at my household as a living example that you don't need. I w- I'm with you. That to live. I ain't mad. I'm not arguing you know what whatever because I mean? I'm especially so now. I talk shit about vegans and shit. I talk about shit about plant based motherfuckers, but I know now like what the way people cook it and um the more options is more options to eat like that than it was when I was coming up. When I was coming up, it was just like that sunrise patty. That's the only vegetarian. <laughs> and niggas right. tell you eat some broccoli or carrots or something. Right, but it right. wasn't no options. And, and it wasn't so many people doing it where you you wasn't finding no vegan restaurant. You like, it would be one spot. 
You got to wait go way over there. You go to a Jamaican spot in Brooklyn, if you was a vegetarian, you had that one steam pot and they had the mixed vegetables. That's the only thing you was going to get that didn't have no meat in it. Yeah, I was a vegetarian. I became vegetarian. So me and ODB, right? Yeah, man, why you switch on me, but I'll do it. You can have that. Yes, yeah, Jamie wants to get the Tito's. You're a Tito's man? I got to change my flight. I ain't going. I ain't going. Ah. We got him. We got him. Yeah, we got I ain't going. Got no, I look at it. What I, got, what I got to do, what I got to do, I could like, and plus I ain't really see my son that much. What I got to do, I could do it anytime tomorrow. I, I'm going to see somebody. I could be there four hours later. I need to get some time with my son, and I'm chilling here. So yeah. I know I ain't get invited, but. Hey, what are you talking about? Have a seat. You're here. Um, So, did you, when did you stop eating meat? How many years has it been? I haven't had a piece of red meat since 1995. Wow. And what about fish? I I haven't had a piece of poetry since 1996 after we finished the Liquid Sword album, I guess. (laughs) And I haven't had fish. I stopped eating fish. Fish, son? In 1997. Wow. I feel okay. the average motherfucker feel good if he could hold on to fish. <laughs> well, that was you a, feel good. That was like a, a pescatarian? That, that was Cheers, the last my thing. Man. Oh, you, not, you got squash? <laughs> He's got turmeric. Turmeric coffee. <laughs> Yo, Cheers. you got squash, son? Yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm drinking Do you not ve- drink vegan. alcohol? You don't drink oh, any alcohol? No, no, no. I, no I, this I, I got some vegan Kool-Aid. You, would you like a glass? No, no. no, I, no, I, no? Yeah, I had a good weekend of oh, drinking, so I'm going to take the weekdays. and. Congratulations. Thank you. I respect that, son. I respect that, son. Yeah, I got, you know, I get twist. I like to drink. I mean, I drink. But you know, if I go for a heavy weekend, I gotta take some. Yeah. I gotta chill, take some chills. So, pills. what do you do? You um, monitor your nutrition and make sure you get all your bases covered, your amino acids and your proteins, and all your. I mean, like, how do you do? You, are you mostly a whole food diet, or do you nah, supplement? No, nah, do I don't. You? I don't really monitor, yo. Right, I don't eat a lot personally. You know what I mean? Like on a good on a good day for on a, if I'm on my best, the best rizzer. I'm eating once a day anyway. Once a day. Yeah, like I haven't. Eaten. What's, a, what's look, a typical look, meal? I, I haven't eaten. I haven't eaten today. Really? No. You know what I mean? I got some. I got some. You gonna love this? I got some lettuce wraps. Yo, you give him that shit you try to give me, son. That I want to eat after I might finish this. What's the? Le- I'll tr- Yo, why you act like I'm against being a vegan? I'm not <laughs> no, against I'm not it, man. You're against, I'm just saying you're gonna <laughs> no, love this. No, but you. I know, but I never said I wouldn't love it. So I'm not yeah. mad at your diet, man. Yeah. Only thing I'm saying is. You know, oh. I don't know a lot yeah, of vegans. I need to know you more eat, vegans. Right? F-bombs, you would eat one of those, right? What's this? Uh, the weed joint? Nut butter. No, oh, no, it's just nut butter. Nut butter. I don't yeah. like how that I, don't, I, I, like I told that you, sound, son. Brother. I told you, son. I told you, son. You got to rename yo, this one. Yo, that's, it's F-bomb. That's the first thing I said, fat, y'all. Fat bomb. Then you can't lead in with nut. You can't lead in with nuts. <laughs> healthy oils. You can't lead nice. in with nuts. Yeah, right? nuts. Cool. Crunched I, I, up nuts. Can I say crunched up nuts? Is that all right? Yeah, you can't. You, you're just like There's trying no to stay away from nuts, anyway. period. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just try to stay everything nut related. Uh, but I, I eat a lot of those. It makes okay. sense, but I'm yeah, just not used good. to a liquid diet. Some people some people are cool with a liquid diet. I'm just not comfortable with it. It tastes good, and if I just need nutrition, like, real quick. There's and no, I'm, not no I'm not mad at I'll, I'll take one of these with me. Yeah, you can have it. I'm not I'll mad at them your, to send you um, some. I'll get them rest. to send you some. Okay. They're, it's great shit, man. Well, I like company. Made, just reading it, it sounds, it makes mm-hmm. so much sense. Very it's healthy. Just, it's just basically just protein mm-hmm. and the organic dark chocolate. I'm going to say this to you, brother. Yeah. Don't think no offense on this. Man, why you keep pre... Why you hey, keep... Because... <laughs> man, because but everything you... Only reason I'm saying this to you because you it, won't, like it, won't, a, it won't go to him. This don't work on him. All right. Okay. But every time you say something to me, you said it like before you start tripping out. Nigga, I'm not. Nah, nah, yes, I you don't are. Do that. <laughs> yes, you are. You like? Let me tell. Right. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm gonna say something to you, gentlemen. But okay. all right, this is for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no. 
it has dark chocolate in it, right? Okay. So dark chocolate is known to reduce high blood pressure. Right. And us as black men, we're, you know, they say we have high blood pressure. Right. Based, based on us being in America, not getting that real natural sun. Right. And having a high sodium diet. I understand. High blood pressure. Dark chocolate helps reduce it. So this is... Good what, for me. Yeah, this is this good it, for everybody. Yeah, but why you got just direct it at me like yeah. I need dark chocolate? Well, brother. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know, I don't even know why you felt like I needed the I dark a, chocolate. I, I don't know. I, I had to, I had to, you know, I had to, you know, you know what? I just Next. want. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you keep pointing at me and shit. I'm sorry. I like dark chocolate like everybody else like dark chocolate. You like milk chocolate or dark chocolate? I like dark chocolate. Yeah, milk you, know chocolate. What's, you, know what's, you know what's great? What? Watch this shit on TV. I, this this is my shit. Watch what on TV? The food that made America. Anybody watch that yet? No. What is it? Yo, food they, channel. No, it's a maybe it's a history channel or one of them stations. But they go into the uh, Hershey Company. The Mars. oh, is that the same people that did the Men That Made America? Yeah. It's an A and E docu series. I didn't know. I didn't see that one. Yo. But that that one about the Men That Made America. Yeah. I gotta watch it. Good. Yo, did, the, did they cover Kellogg's? They covered Kellogg's, yo. <laughs> Check out how Kellogg's start, yo. I got a story. I, I got a, a story one. for you. Didn't tell know. a story about how I got a story for you. Know why black people like Pepsi? But hold on, let him tell the Kellogg story because you're not well, even going to believe this. Okay, Kellogg's start because he's just a doctor with a little. Uh, they call it sanitary. What they call it? What Sanitarium. Yeah, Sanit- yeah. Is, it is that what we had? I pronounced the words wrong. Sometime. Whatever it is. But anyway, he's a doctor. Yeah, right? sanit- no, sanitarium. There okay, it is. Sanitarium. Battle Creek Sanitarium. Yeah, so he's there. Nigga, right? I never knew that motherfucking, uh, motherfucking that Kellogg and Creo. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a real man. I didn't know he was a real motherfucker. I did not know Kellogg was a motherfucker. Dude, Yo. he invented cereal to keep people from having oh sex and beating God. off. He invented he cereal. Be cereal boxes forever. He invented cereal to calm people's sexual desire. Yeah, really? And, and yes. their diet, you know, yeah. because they because they because they they were sick there, and they thought they thought the best way to get the nutrients, he would bake all this grain together and then break it up and, and serve milk. it to him. No, he didn't pour milk. His brother actually was the one that was like put some milk in it. Oh, you know it's I mean? always That's somebody like, like trying to fuck this. You know I mean? He's like, nah, I need some. It needs some. Pour yeah. some milk in it. Well, but he was like, right. <laughs> It's but, the truth. Oh, yeah. that's the best yeah. shit. At the sex oh, cereal? Oh, my Yo, goodness. Oh, yeah, at the cereal. Yeah, I mean, at Yo, the you got to have at the sex, no, son. right. Yo, Golden grams. Immediately. Now, go, now, check out the punchline of the, of the, of the, of the story, Ooh. right? So, Kellogg's is doing this shit, and his brother's like, Yo, listen, man. There's money in this. We can sell this. But Kellogg's, he's a doctor. He's already making money. He's like, nah, man, look. His brother's a little look, dyslexia. He ain't really kind of got it together. He's telling his brother, look, man, we ain't, we ain't doing all that, son. Just right. go to work and do what I tell you. Right. Right? So he's going to work and do what he tells him. And then one guy comes over to the sanatorium. No money. Can't afford to pay. He has to work it off. Right. <laughs> so, so they let him work it off, right? He's working. He's eating the cereal every morning. And he's just checking out the sanatorium. And he, go, he looks around. His name is Mr. Post. Mr. Post? Yeah. Uh-huh. He leaves the sanitarium. And before Kellogg starts Kellogg cereal, Mr. Post started Post cereal, homie. Oh. He came out with Post and blew Yo. up. Yo. Oh, I forgot about Post. Yo, for real. Was it beef? Was it like cereal it beef? Was, oh, 
It was Sylvia B for for the whole like. For, it still got, it still got beef. Do you know that's it. why Pepsi Cola, right? You ask yourself, black people love Pepsi Cola, right? I was talking to this white dude one time. He said, "You know why black people like Pepsi?" I was like, "You trying to be racist, <laughs> right?" And he explained the story to me back in like the '30s mm-hmm. when Coca Cola and Pepsi was the two vying uh, 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 bottling companies, and um, Coca Cola was smashing Pepsi on on sales, right? Like like 125 million to like three million in sales per year, right? And Pepsi needed to do something to get a different audience. So Pepsi painted um, basically Coke to be either racist or not really caring about the black community. And Pepsi was the first um, a corporation that started putting black people on the cover of the posters and, and doing, being affluent. Like, like doctors, nurses. They, uh, it was because everything you saw them was like Aunt Jemima shit. But right, um, Pepsi was the first ones to start <clears throat> doing that, and Pepsi hired an ad agency, twelve black guys. I think it was in Louisiana okay. to go out and do juke joints and touch the black community. And what Pepsi did was like. Quantity-wise, like say if you had 10 ounces of Pepsi, 10 ounces of Coke, Pepsi, Coke would charge like 20 cent, and Pepsi would charge like 10 cent. But basically, you're getting double what you want. Right. You give a nigga sugar, it don't matter. You can charge it up, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's the reason. And then if you think about that, through generations and generations, that's the reason why a person can be disconnected from a certain brand. Mm. You said, think about it. If you, if you like, if you at home, right, you got Pepsi and Coke, and then you hear somebody say, "Man, we don't drink that Coke, man." That's how white people sold it. You know what I'm you saying? Won't, you won't drink it anymore. And that's what they did. And they, and they it's a book called, it's called, it's a book called the Real Jamie. Pop it up, the Real Pepsi Challenge, the Real mm. Pepsi Challenge. That's interesting. And I wanted, to, I think this would be. I, I looked into trying to get the rights to it some kind of way. I got blocked early on. Maybe I ain't had a right Jutane clan on my team right? <laughs> <laughs> to get it done. But the real Pepsi challenge. The real Pepsi challenge. Read the synopsis. How one pioneering company broke the color barrier in 1940s American businesses. Wow. And see, that you wasn't seeing back then. You wasn't seeing posters of, of a working mom. You were just seeing, like, serving and stuff. And that's when is that's there an audio version of that book? I'll buy it. I'm pretty sure it is. I gotta get it. But it's a great story. You could see the, you could just see, you read it, you could just see the outfits they was wearing, and like the Pepsi dudes, they was the Pepsi mother, they was the Pepsi niggas. They was just they had money to go throw parties and shit. Right, right. Do you know that? They was like, they was turning up. Yep, Pepsi it up, pep it up. Do you know that Coca Cola to this day is made with cocaine? Not to the day I heard early this on. Day. No, to this day. They make to it with day, cocaine. Yeah. They use coca leaves and then they extract medical cocaine from that. And then there's a company Price that makes. It. Yep. There's a company that extracts it for them and makes medical cocaine. And they have, they have coca leaves that are shipped to Coca Cola to make coca cola there's right. a certain flavor that those coca leaves give it no cocaine anymore right but i thought it was the original sugar. coca leaves no but there's a company that's connected to it that actually uses those coca leaves and extracts the medical yeah. there is medical cocaine uh, yes, like right. lidocaine right. yeah they use it for different like surgeries and shit like that even but in the um, that's true right well yeah. yeah in the um in the um in the series the food that made america they go into coca-cola crazy I can believe that. they can still buy coke and yo he said but the inventor of coca-cola was hooked on uh, Coke. Cocaine? No, another drug. No. Uh, he was hooked on, uh, I forgot it. You can look it up, right? He's hooked on, what's the other drug? Morphine. Uh. He's hooked on morphine, right? So he's trying to counter it. He's trying to counter his With cocaine. Basically. Oh my God, he's but, speedballing. But, but check it out. But the cocoa, the cocoa leaf, right, the cocoa plant, was, is actually an African plant. You know what I mean? We, we always think of it as being a, uh, 
Colombian and oh, so South- it's like coffee. How coffee all came from Ethiopia? It's that kind of party. Oh. And, 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 and they go into it. And he make he makes cocoa. He makes cocoa the cocoa plant and a few other <laughs> ingredients together, and uh, and he made Coca Cola. So he made a cocktail to End sort up, of take off the morphine edge. Yeah, and the original formula is still unknown. For Coca Cola, I mean, no, I mean, he imagine what it'd be like to buy Coca Cola when it had cocaine in it. You like crack? Sh- wow! Yo, you like you right. like through the streets, coked up exactly. on Coca Cola. This motherfucker's really thirsty. Nah, he lit right now. Can you imagine what that? Was? What was the decision? Like, when did they all get together? And go, hey, we got to take the fucking cocaine out of Coca Cola. When did they get together and take? But that I thought out? that they did it for people like with had with de- dental in this, um like issues with their mouth and stuff. I like thought pain that was a, and shit. Yeah, I that's what lidocaine is. Yeah, I thought that was the first. That's what what lidocaine. Lidocaine. They're using surgeries. Lidocaine. Yeah, when I had my deviated septum. Fix. I had a broken nose. They straightened it out and they they flood it with lidocaine to numb it. It's like a cousin of cocaine. I, I do. Yeah, it doesn't get you high, but it makes <laughs> you feel like <laughs> shit. <laughs> what you do? They, do? they, they <laughs> flooded your nose with that. Yeah, it makes you feel like shit. It doesn't okay. get you high, but you feel like disconnected and weird. Like uh, they gave me a pretty good dose when they fixed my nose, and uh, I remember I went to a restaurant. Um, like either that night or the day after, I think it was that night, and I was I was feeling terrible. Like I'm like I don't I can't taste anything. I feel all shaky and weird. Right. Like I'm not on cocaine, but it's did like it do, do, a did weird. It, does it do anything to, it. to your appetite or anything? Yeah, I didn't, wasn't that hungry. Really? Yeah, it fucked with me. It just made me feel shitty. I just felt like ugh. I felt like my heart was beating too fast. I felt weird. You know, it just felt like something was off. Right, it didn't right. make any sense. But they use it just to numb you up for surgeries. Right. Real common. I never had none of that shit. Real common. You've joint injuries and shit like that. Shoot you up with lidocaine. I knew some it's fighters. Like, listen, listen, listen to the word again. Say it again. Lidocaine. It's lidocaine. like lion. <laughs> so, it's the lion version like of cocaine. It's a liar Sound like a yeah. Frank Ocean yeah. song. So. <laughs> I knew a dude lidocaine, lidocaine. He shoot, oh, it into his, uh, shoot it into his shins before fights. For what? To numb his shins Numb up? the shit out of his shins. And then start yeah. kneeing you? Just then, fuck you up yo, with the shins. That's fuck. Ah, fuck. Couldn't feel a goddamn thing. It was all numbed up. Well, there's no lidocaine in this. This is strictly no, dry no. roasted macadamia nuts. No, organic buddy. dark chocolate. See, the nuts part is better <laughs> on the back than the front right on yeah. your face when you first open it. Yeah, at Our least sweet the- and chocolate cane syrup, cocoa. Powder, cocoa butter, good vanilla, stuff, right? and sea salt. It's all good. And dark chocolate. Good stuff. Yeah, let's put this in my pocket. I'm going to take this. Take it. Dark- what do you do? You put it on top of something? Or no, you just, I just rip just it open it and chew it right yeah, out Yeah, you do it hard. So like after squat, you just, <laughs> just <laughs> and just like just throw the thing, squeeze the thing, and just throw that so, shit. That's good. I noticed that you work out. You Are you working out? I don't work out. You can work out here too. How about I would love that? to. We'll produce your show. Man, I'm about to eat better. Shape. I'm about to work out. <laughs> but yeah. I'm telling you, everything happens for a reason today. Because I want to yes. eat better because I'm tired of this motherfucker looking at me like I eat all fucked up. <laughs> you keep looking at me like, let me explain something to you. This let is dark chocolate. Uh, Anyone who's disciplined I'm with their with diet, it. if you're disciplined with your diet, no matter what you're eating, I could you're going to do, do better than people or not. Man, I could do it. I could do it for every reason. I could do vegan and everything for every reason. The health reason, every reason for it. I don't. I'm not. I'm not mad at. I'm not mad at vegan food. I think it works for some people health wise, but I but think for once other while, people, I'm gonna it doesn't work. A piece of sh- uh, a piece of fish, son. I hear you. If I, I was to advise on it, right? If I could say, yeah, take my advice, I say, look. Even if you include one day a week, as it with a vegan diet, just one day, right? Just like how, like how some cultures they have. You know, Saturday they do this mm-hmm. or Sunday they do that. If you included one day, like Vegan Friday, Vegan Friday, I can't do it on Friday. I can't give up Vegan Friday for Fish Friday. Do you have? Yeah. Um, do you nah. ever go to Indian restaurants that have vegetarian yeah. cuisine? I'm Indian restaurants, ma- they know how to do it because they've been doing it for fucking hundreds of years. I'm not yeah. mad yeah. at even, a right? vegetable diet. I'm not mad at it. 
I yeah. would I like it. Especially I like food, especially if it's the best of that. You right. know what I'm saying? I ain't ready for no vegan struggle plate. What is that? What's that? I don't know, carrots <laughs> with a little balsamic vinegar or something, some straight Jeez, lettuce. Struggle. Oh, a I'm, struggle plate. A Somebody, struggle. Dude, a struggle plate. Travis, I don't want Travis no vegan. Parker, <laughs> that restaurant that he has, no, he of should have one of the plates. I don't want that. Right. He should That's name one of the plates there, vegan struggle plate. Struggle plate. Travis Parker's place. He's got that Crossroads <laughs> vegan restaurant. He uh, does? I'm going to contact him. Ask him for a vegan <laughs> struggle a vegan, plate. Vegan struggle plate. It's like one carrot, like one banana, you know what I'm saying? You need no something extras, hearty. No extra sauces or nothing. Just Not straight vegetables. Struggle plate. Yeah. Mm. You That's need like something. mayonnaise sandwiches, but exactly. vegan. Exactly. Vegan versions of that. Vegan mayonnaise sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> you want Man. something hearty. You ever have a... Sorry. I was gonna, you ever have a um, a sugar sandwich? No. Uh, What's I, a sugar no, sandwich? I, I don't advise it. It's just... I'm saying... That, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying back. Basically, in, what is it? Back in school, them or some, or wait, some, wait, some, some of the some of the stuff, sugar diet stuff. It's like the cheapest thing to get was a loaf of bread. Yeah, the cheapest thing you can get is a loaf of bread. Loaf of bread was twenty five, thirty, forty cent or whatever. Cheapest thing you get a loaf of bread, but everything else you put in it's not cheap. The meat not cheap. You know what I'm saying? But the you cheese wanna, could be free. The, the, the cheese the could right be free. But you want to create the whole sandwich because it don't matter how big it is. If it's meat or whatever, it's the same size. Whether it's a jelly sandwich or whatever, you know, and then you would get like anything in between two pieces of bread, whether it was butter and sugar. Yep. I know this sounds so that gross, Joe. Good, butter and yo, sugar, yo, I know it one. sounds good, but it's gonna fuck you up. You're gonna be oh, asking for dark is. chocolate. Butter and sugar. That's that's not right. that's not a bad sandwich. Yo, 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 you will die. Yo, that <laughs> shit ain't no good, but that shit is like as a kid, nigga. Yeah. You was like, bing, 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 bing. Well, that's what peanut butter and jelly does for you. If you yeah. have like Skippy, if you have like one of the real delicious peanut butters and some this is the, what, what you just jelly, said. You said this is what you just said. Those delicious peanut butters. Like, yeah, well, intent, instead of organic ones, the ones you have to stir yourself, those are good. They're good for you. They're much better for you because they don't have any sugar added to them. But everybody loves like Jif or but Skippy. But the whole thing about a peanut butter jelly sandwich. With Wonder Bread. Everybody had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. Everybody had a, I hated peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. You hated peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? I wanted bologna and cheese, son. Oh, you wanted the real. Do you know how I much wanted sugar? bologna and cheese. You wanted some on I wanted wait on yeah. I wanted bologna and cheese, mayonnaise. I wanted the white bread. Mm. I want you to do it horizontally cut it, cut to cut it. it. Yeah. Which way? I want to put triangle? it in the triangle, put it in lunar foil, and then on that field trip on the bus, I want to get that goddamn bus heat to melt it up a little bit. Ah, shit. Oh, Man, yeah. that was the best sandwich ever, and we never got them. Exactly. I never yeah, got I say, don't you hate when somebody show up to school lunch and they got a better sandwich than you? Yeah. Oh. You just got a cheese sandwich, and man got... He got... So like lettuce, tomatoes. He got a little ranch dressing to put on there. A cat's it's deli sandwich. Anybody ever been a cat's deli in New York? Oh yeah. Oh man, you been? Have you been a cat's deli, brother? I've been a cat. Hey, listen, that place listen, still, listen, they still those tickets. He's in New York. Hold on. No, you keep pointing at me like this is how you just said it. Yeah. I, you said that it felt like you said this to me. I know you ain't never been to cats, but go ahead and lie to me. <laughs> Have, have you ever been I've to been to Casadella. Yes, I have. What's your favorite thing in Casadella? I, I get a turkey and cheese. I keep it simple. Why turkey? I don't want to even talk about meat around you. What? What? This is not going to end well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to get the pastrami. Yo, you want you the best pastrami around. in your or life? Slimans in Cleveland, Ohio. Really? Oh. Slimans in Cleveland. You've been there? That's in uh, Greek, in Greek, not Greek town. That's in. Uh, it's over there by <clears throat> Slimans. I don't know. Germantown. They have a Germantown. Probably so. Yeah. This sandwich. You think that's better than Katz's? I'm telling you, 
this sandwich is the best thing they got in Cleveland. It's LeBron and this sandwich, son. <laughs> Yo, well, LeBron, Jamie, am I lying? The sandwich is still there. Is it yeah, that and legit? It's like, it's, they're famous for their. They're famous, stuff, yeah. really. And not only that, but it's oh, like you, you get this sandwich. Like you could just you should if you really you could like the sandwich like this big. You could be like, give me a sandwich and then a half loaf of bread because you can make about. <laughs> yo, it. you can go. Yo, <laughs> you can go home. This slimy shit. Like if you want to get if you want to smash a heavy wow. chicken in the Midwest, oh, come go. back with one of oh these slimes. <clears throat> that's slimy. I know you ain't fuck with that, son. Nah. But that sandwich. That's hilarious. How big that is. But no, it's not just the size of it it's a really good sandwich i believe it but it's i love when people do that and they much, make something that's just over the top now what part is pastrami made is that the cow's ass come on man i'm just asking brother i'm asking oh, no, a lot of meat is made from the ass what, what, yeah, a what? lot of meat is made from the legs the rumps you know a lot yeah. of roasts are made Yo, you ever eat slim jims yeah it says right <laughs> on it it says beef lips mm. beef beef ass Asshole. and beef heart heart's good for you Oh, okay. I want to know lips and assholes. I don't even want to talk about meat with you, man. Because <laughs> well, it's not going to end well, son. The real problem is really the preservatives and all the stuff they put in it to make sure you can roll it up in a fucking tube and stick it in a tray and let it sit there for weeks and months on end. I mean, it's meat. It's yeah. not supposed to just sit there. Yeah. Like, I don't care how you seal it. If you, Unless you're drying it out like beef jerky. And then even beef jerky, it's got a shelf life. I mean, it lasts as long as it can before bacteria takes it over. But it's a... It's tissue. So that you was, know, they would, that's why they would dry it. You know, they would dry meat so they can carry it with them on the road. But they didn't yeah. plan on it staying forever. You know, but like, it does. It stays pretty long. But that's Slim Jims. They add a bunch of stuff to those right, to processed ones. I had some turkey jerky or somewhere from somewhere. I thought it was whack, but it was pretty good. <laughs> some turkey jerky. I'm not bullshit, son. I'm not a fan of turkey. It's a weird uh, choice for food. It's like chicken tastes better. Well, for black you know, people, turkey anything feels like you just cleanse yourself. Because you like eat something. Yeah, good. you do anything. Like, leg, yo, right? wait, let, when a black person on their first turkey burger, your first turkey burger, you like, oh, I didn't even know this part of life existed, son. Hmm. Then you have people competing who makes the best turkey burger. You, a good turkey burger can change your life. It yeah. could get me on the road of being a vegetarian. Well, you know what? That's the path I took. I started first. I stopped red meat, and then I went to actually. Turkey burgers, turkey pastrami, turkey turkey chopped meat for my spaghetti, you know what I mean, and maybe chicken burgers. And then one day I was eating, like I, when I was younger, I could knock out about 30 chicken wings, you know what I mean? I mean, anybody can do that, right? Man, but one you day, can't keep pointing at me like that, son. Any, anybody can knock out 30, 30 chicken wings, All right, Joe? I can knock out 30 chicken wings, 100%. <laughs> All right, so on the, so on the, on the, uh, about the 29th chicken wing... Right. My teeth hit hit the bone, <laughs> king, and my mind said, "No more dead bird." Really? I said, I said, "Man, you eat. <clears throat> you in New York City with all these pigeons flying around, and here you are supposed to be an intelligent human being. You eating on a dead bird." And I was like, "That sounds pretty stupid to me." And I never ate it again. That's interesting. You know, they were, I mean? it's funny is that pigeons were actually brought here for food. That's what's even ironic about it. Listen, when Mama's fried chicken. Harlem fried chicken, uh, next door fried chicken, <laughs> Brooklyn fried chicken. Remember we had the big chicken things Man, in New York. It was crowns fried chicken, double crowns fried chicken, all the queens fried chicken. fried chicken. And you had to get the t- the hot wings, cause the hot wings they had to make them right on the spot. The other drink would be in the window for a long time. No matter what you got, all of a sudden, pigeon population. I pay attention to this type of shit. 
Pigeon population in New York City uh-huh. dropped down. We was doing the movie Ghost uh-huh. Dog. We had to get pigeons from Jersey. Because... <laughs> The pigeon, I remember Ghost Dog. Yo, the pigeon population dropped down, bro. And I was like, yo, dead bird. So so I but, never ate chicken again. But after that. pigeons are edible. They're good. It's called squab. That's what pigeon is. That's the famous British name, right? Yeah, it's pigeon. It's some, on some menus, they just call it pigeon. <laughs> I just squab. want to call it chicken. Yeah. Anything outside chicken, I feel thinking, like you'd be calling anything but chicken. Do you know that some, some birds are actually red meat? Like Sand Hill Crane. You ever see the sand? They call it ribeye in the sky. It's crazy. You said this. They it's, eat it? It's, no, it's like a red it? meat. The breast is a red meat. It looks like a steak. From a crane? From a crane. The, the, is that yeah. not? Which, it's, it's like a bird that flies in the sky. Giant ass fucking white bird flies in the sky. So this is on a menu. Yeah, you could get it on some menus in Texas, I believe, but it's a wild game animal. I would try. Wild but, uh, game. It's a pe- that's what it looks like. Look at it. It, it looks, looks like, like steak. Elk, son. I know. It looks like steak. That's sous vide, my friend. That's your style. Sous vide. So yeah, you don't know nothing about crane. that. You don't know nothing right, right, about no sous vide. It's nah. something. That's what it looks like. You that's see the, the crane? Animal. Yeah. The crane actually is a good example of relationships. A crane will fly across the country or the world, whatever, go to the mating place where the other homies are at, right? Mm-hmm. Meet somebody, fly home. And when of age, fly back to, to marry that dude and stay married for the whole life, kid. Wow. Unless somebody shoot him down and cook him. Really? <laughs> you know what I mean? If somebody, they stay together. They don't try to reproduce with nobody else? Nah, that's, man. That's crazy. They, they go back and find each they other. They go but they back. They look old, but they don't look like they have a good life either, son. Who? <laughs> a crane. You ain't never seen a happy-looking crane. Son, your crane look like I was forced. Your crane I was forced to do this crane shit. You True. ain't never seen a crane like True. go like a nothing, puppy. Son. Well, the one on Kung Fu Panda looked the kind of happy. Yeah, but cranes yeah. look like that they one. look like they looking to wait be with somebody for that long. They want to get shot. <laughs> oh man, they just want to be delicious. So you said the heart of that thing is um, red meat. No, the the breasts. That's what those images are. That pull that image. Up. That's all Sandhill Crane breasts. Their breast is the like right? a beef. Yes, that, that on the right too. That don't look bad. It that looks like marks. a ribeye steak. It's deli- the grill marks, George Foreman grill style. Grill marks. <laughs> you said grill marks. Grill marks, like yeah. George Foreman grill. You put and that's grill the marks on there tofu, too. right? Yeah. I know. So that's the two <laughs> breasts. <laughs> They, 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 sell, tofu. they sell tofu with grilled grill marks now. Don't tell me that. Grilled tofu. <laughs> That's now, hilarious. I, I, like, I'm working with people. I don't care. Even though I go to vegan restaurants, they be like, vegan fish. Mm-hmm. Don't call it vegan fish, homie. Right. It's not fish. Right. It's okay? just food. If it's you want to say or whatever it is. flavored, like, you know, like barbecue flavored chips or something like that, you could say flavored, mm. artificially flavored fish. But then you know the mind is not going to respond like that. They got to do something to the mind that makes it still enticing. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, 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 a guy said, yo, that's vegan fur. Ain't no such thing as vegan fur. Bro. But it's not such thing as vegan fur. But if you're a vegan motherfucker, you're going to buy that because you heard the word vegan fur. How about vegan leather? A, ve- a, a real Veather ve- It will work Like that veather It will work How about that Veather Veather Like fleather Veather instead, instead, feather. instead of fur Yo you do ver. know that's gonna sell right How about that ver Like that's a ver jacket Right you remember pleather Ver yeah. is good Yeah pleather with Vether. plastic leather Yeah, yeah. Yo you, I'm you like telling you ver? That shit will blow up Put the V on anything Put the V on and it And they gonna buy it They'll buy it Vic yeah. <laughs> Instead of chicken, you put Vegan the V. Vicks. You put the V in there. Jig. Like, oh, how you do? That makes right. it Russian, right? You, you can the- tell a chick, you want this Vic? 
You want this Vic in, baby? I got some Vic in You want this you. Vic? You want this Vic. Nah, I v like that. I put the V in it. Take the word vegan and make right. something outside of it. Don't tell me that you're giving me uh, uh, a vegan steak. Mm. It ain't a steak, homie. Steak is a particular part of the animal. That's why we call it a steak. The mm. ham is a particular part of the animal. That's why it's called the ham. What do you but think I don't they, think come they up care with? about you. I don't think they care about... You're a professional at being a vegan. I don't think they care about you as much as the dumb vegan. He said, I'm a you're professional. the educated. I'm the educated. No, think vegan. about it. They want to draw people in. They want the dumb motherfucker. They want somebody fresh off of a hamburger. Right. You know what I mean? They don't want you. Right, you got right. years. Get them with that Impossible Burger. Close exactly, enough. son. Yeah. The you like, process. You like the Impossible Burger? I've never had it, but the good. If you were trying to trick someone into being a vegan, that would be the way to do it. You give them that and go. Look, you could just start with this. You know, it tastes a lot like no, a burger. You miss burgers. Just go to right. this when you need a burger. Had, you, have you ever had one? No. I had one. The problem is it's a lot of oils. There's a lot, it's like, it's but very I think, processed. I think if you're going to eat vegan, you could eat. You should eat whole foods. But the person, like real they, that, foods. But they don't want you, Joe. They want a motherfucker like me. <laughs> they don't want you. See, you now he's doing it to himself. No, it's the truth. You read the he's back doing of shit. He's no, 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 no. I want, let me do it to myself. Let me do it myself. That's right? exactly what you're accusing exactly, me of. Exactly, but I want to do it to myself. Just let me do it. Man. Just let me do it. No. Let me do it. I was like, you're like me. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. I am not going to think about saturated fats. Right. I'm not going to think about that shit. You know all that. Like, you was, y'all read that shit. Yeah. But for you, tell a motherfucker. This burger is impossible because there's no meat in it, and it's close to meat. Right. It's like even close. And I've had that burger, and I know it's probably got all the fats she talk about, but for a person that eats Not meat, bad, right? and you'll be like this. You keep telling yourself, hold on. Nah, that shit tastes like meat. You know what someone like told meat. me? It's like a cafeteria, high school cafeteria burger. <laughs> and guess what? And you know what, Joe? was like? Joe, Joe, guess what? That was disgusting to you. I wanted that burger so bad, son. I miss high school cafeteria high school burgers burger, That's what it does. Squirt that ketchup in there. That's close so funny back that said, bun. That's funny you said Not that. Not bad. It does. It does. Now that I think about it, it is like a cafeteria well, job. Well, cafeteria burgers did, weren't 100% meat, right? No, no, they, 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 they make soy. They make soy. Yeah. Even the early McDonald's burgers. Yeah. Uh, make soy Right They're just trying to fill you up yeah. They're trying to save money And fill you up But it was good up. But another thing What it did For me When I ate the burger It made me feel good Eating a burger That I thought Was all plant based Mentally about, you know, Mentally you I was right. like Oh shit Damn I could fuck with that Fruit and vegetable Them fruit and vegetable <laughs> Motherfuckers right, right you But go I don't want to go Hard Bobby. body with them <laughs> I don't want to go out. in I go to Red's house Yo. You know what I'm uh, saying uh, right. His wife can pull out One of them motherfucking Impossible burgers Or Beyond burgers Yeah the Beyond or the Beyond What's above, better Above and Beyond What's yeah. better The Impossible or the They're Beyond both you don't want to eat meat They're both brands But is it the same thing it's the same concept, but it's different titles. It's right, like but what's more delicious? Is it one more delicious? You got to ask different people. Well, like got, well, well, let me say, let me speak on it. The Impossible Burger is only available in restaurants, mm. right? So you can't really get it in your crib. But the Beyond uh, Burger, you actually right. can get it. Because uh, the Beyond Burger, they have products. Okay. They got a line of shit. You go to Gelson's, you can get yeah. Beyond sausage, you get Beyond whatever. What do you think about lab-created meats? They're, they're on the verge, and they've already created some. They're, they're on the verge of being able to mass-produce like full meat that has never been in an animal. Well, that's weird. That's the matrix, baby. What is a meat that's never I been mean, in an animal? It's a. It's it's basically they've taken all the building blocks for meat, and they've somehow or another. Uh, let's let's Google how they do it before I butcher 
the actual explanation. I'm, I'm sitting here gonna make up. But, the, but that's but that's <laughs> but, but that's the Matrix. You remember in the Matrix, the Matrix movie? He was like, "Yo, oh, he's eating a steak." He's, he's like, like, "I just want to be an important person." It yeah. was, but it wasn't. He was like, "It's not a real steak. It's just right." But this is a real steak. No, no, this no, has no, hold all hold the on. nutrition of a real steak. But it's not a real steak. Right, but it is actual flesh. It just was never connected paper, to a living you organism. Mean on paper, like it's no, not, it's an no, it's actual flesh. Like it has the ex- essential amino acid profile of steak. But it has nothing to do with an actual organism. Like it's never been alive. It's not like you killed it to make it. There's some process by which they are able to create this that I don't understand. And we're trying to figure out what it is. Man, it's if you can understand that process doing. to me, yeah. But they. What, I'm not but, so, but, it's but this a, is a, 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 you, you got a good point. You got a good point because we don't know what the fuck is going to happen to people. But and, KFC, I'm, Joe, all that shit is man. They doing that shit already. Well, think about it this way. Let me, let me not ask you this. that level, but they're doing it already. Not really. This is a different thing. This is a different thing. And what this is 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 uh, meat without death. And I don't know if it's real. Well, look, I, but, the, I mean, the good I, thing, I look, but the good thing I, about it, sorry. I know it's. I'm sorry. I'm, I know it's real in the sense that they they have done it. Right. But I don't know if they can mass produce it. I don't know if it's viable. And I don't know where they get it. I don't understand how the process starts. But if, I'm so motherfucker confused. But if you could have it. With no ethical, moral, or health consideration, if figure, if they figure out how to do it, because meat essentially is a bunch of molecules, it's a bunch of particles, it's a bunch of things put together. As people get more and more intelligent and they have more and more control over their environment, they're going to get to a point where they can recreate all life. Right. And meat is a step in and that but the direction. Thing, the things will be like this: How much can you charge for it? Well, I don't know, but it's like cell phones. Cell phones used to be that Michael Douglas thing on the fucking right. beach. That's what I'm saying. Big old right. brick. It was probably a lot of money. I have one. Now everybody's got a goddamn phone. Everybody. Yeah, but how much would they pay? But a, a, a shitty phone now, a $200 phone now, it was a goddamn world changer 13 years ago. Right. You'd freak people the fuck out if you had the cheapest mass-produced Android phone. You brought it to the past. You showed people. They'd freak the fuck out. Yeah. I think that's the same with everything. And as the to- technology do create viable options for people who are healthier when they eat meat but don't want to be a part of animal agriculture but then I just heard some study yeah, where they said that like maybe this was like about three months ago and it was big about how red meat does not digest di- well no no they, they, they was reversing it they was basically saying after all these years well <laughs> scientists would figure it's out it's not that bad for you it's not bad for you so that, was a, that was a that was a um, they, go, they go both well, well here's well, the thing let, let, me, let, me, let me get one please minute please do here. Look, it goes both ways, right? right? First, they'll say it's good for you. Then they say it's bad for you. And then you got an individual say, so you know what? It's good for me. It's mm-hmm. bad for her, right? But I will say that if there's a way to create something that will save other lives, yeah, create it. Yeah. Right? That's 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 the evolution of man. Man mm-hmm. should be able to say, yo, you know what? Uh, we have to kill all these animals to get a coat. Right. Now we don't have to do that. We can form. We have a formula to make a coat that's going to keep you just as warm, keep you just as serve the purpose it needs, and no nothing has to die for it. Right? right. It's the same. Then you got to re-educate people. Then. Well, you could do that. It's the same way with human hu- human work. Right? If you know, you know, you know, not to go back to historical. Right? But machines come and replace the 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 mandatoriness of human physical labor. In certain uh, industries, right? Yeah. Okay, that's better, right? So now you don't have to subjugate somebody to do that. And it's now, more cost effective, right? It's more cost effective. It's better for. It's, it's more humane in all reality, right? So we support that. But the catch twenty two that we've got to be conscious of as 
you know, in, in, in your own lifetime, right? If 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 somebody's telling me like, look, you could do this, and I'm still gonna have my let's say seventy years on the planet, then yeah, do it. But if I'm doing it and you want to turn my seventy years to fifty years, I don't want to make that bet. You know what I mean? I understand what you're saying. And I think that's how we that's where we watch out for with anything, even with the what even with the the you know the vegan diet or the Pelotonian diet, all these different things. If it's going to enhance your life, that's the biggest equity you you got yes. is your time in your life. Yeah, then then lean towards it. But if there's a chance it's going to bully, take away your life, bully, right. bully, yeah, nah, yeah. bully bad hustle, bully. And you you was bullying me. <laughs> Oh, this way? Do you know what he just no, did? I, no, I no, no, no. You know I, what he did do, No, Donnell? no, no. I don't know. Like, I'm saying everything you just said, I agree with. Oh. I agree with you. But you you, you talk to me like you already <laughs> heard this a million times. Here he go. <laughs> Fuck these. I'm sick of these niggas with this bullshit. I'm trying to say this nigga life. You don't want me to say this life. <laughs> he called it Pelotonian. Yo, son, no. No, wait, you wait, was wait, like, I, you was I, right. wrong shit. It's Paleolithic, but we were talking about Joey Diaz calling. What did he call you? Joy Diaz called me uh, 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 Rondale Darlings. <laughs> he said, "This is my dude. This is a great guy. I love this guy. We fucking hang around. He got a special come out." <laughs> he said, "He said, get up for my homeboy." Uh, he said, "Give it up for Rondale Darlings." He switched he does every that with letter everybody. of my name. Like, Joey does that with you know, everybody. Known for twenty years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yo, I'm letting you know he got my sister pregnant, but he's here right now. <laughs> and then he hit that shit. I was like, I was like, thank you. You gave me a segue into my next fucking joke. Uh, but I knew it wasn't out of disrespect. It I, was never that. I know what you're saying though about diets. And here's the thing about diets: is everybody's different. <laughs> everybody's body's different. People, some people respond better to a vegan diet than others. Some people respond better to a carnivore diet than others. Everybody's got a different make. I mean, like we were talking earlier about people being allergic to peanuts. Right. People have to make adjustments. There's some people that are <clears throat> allergic to certain green vegetables. Yeah. Now, there's some people have weird reactions to kale and all kinds of other things and with for oxalates some reason, in them. Man, spinach. Like, I, I hate uh, my motherfuckers allergic to healthy shit like, I, know. like yo, yo, I was like yo, you the fuck out of here <laughs> one of my friends told me one time Joe he said yo I'm allergic to pretty much all salads I'm like that's the first segue into being healthy is ordering a motherfucking salad he yeah, said, people are allergic basically he was to trying beets. to say he was allergic to, like, basically he was saying I'm allergic to vegetables that's crazy some people are though Yeah, but some a, girls a girl, are allergic yeah. to cum did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, some girls are allergic, allergic, from a body they're allergic, Which allergic to jizz. They're allergic it's to their man's cum. Inside their vagina. Or All the, over the, the place. Anyway, no matter where you it goes. You can carve your name on their belly. Uh, <laughs> they start breaking out or something, or they start what? <laughs> they get red. It, was it one fucking girl sucks. told me that she, that she don't like water. What? <laughs> I'm serious. Water? Yeah. I can only drink 7-Up. Like, That's it. 7-Up. That, I mean, like, like she said, it like, I don't like water. And like, I, I don't like water. She don't drink water. Yeah. I'm like, that's not going to. But did she not like it because it f- makes her feel bad? Or did she not like it because she prefers flavor? You know what? That's a good point because some people like when like water. Some people like this. Some people like this. I don't like water. Some people like I don't like water. Why? Because it tastes like water. Some people like I don't like water because it don't taste like sugar or anything is in it. Let me tell you something, man. I do hot yoga. I do it a couple days a week. I do ninety ninety minute classes, and water is delicious. I agree with you. When you you are sweating and it's one hundred and five degrees in that room, you're holding these poses and sweat is dripping off your forehead, and you got a sixty four ounce jug. it does to you. Filled with ice and water. You want that water. It could be a, a Diet Coke or a fucking glass of milk. I wouldn't touch those things. The I'd wor- go right for that water when I'm when I'm, I'm dying. I'm from an era, Joe. I'm from an era. I, I, I remember 
it going from only time you got water was at a water fountain, water faucet, water hose. Yeah, nobody had bottled water. And when, when 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 they started, my mother thought it was the devil. When they started <laughs> charging motherfuckers for water, that was a good When they you listen, when they started charging me for water, my mother was like, That's "No, it. ain't no, I could go right home and get water." And I saw it go from charging like at McDonald's, like they be like like extra for water. I saw it. I saw it change from that to bottling and having a tag saying ninety nine cents for a bottle of water. Yeah, but you pay for the bottle though. Not the water, but it's whatever it is. Stupid, but whatever we gotta it is, stop having bottled water in the studio. Like it's, so many people have complained, and they're all right. Everyone's right. Uh, and I listen to the complaint. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got other things to think about. But do I? What? What? What can we? Can what, we figure what can we do about out that? after we're done <clears throat> producing Donnell's podcast? Can we figure out a bottle of water? Is this is just to bring the conundrum into a good full place? Uh, conundrum. I fell out. Washing, I fell back off of that. Washing <laughs> everybody's cup every time is going to waste more water potentially than. This. He's not talking about wasting water. For the working for the no, I'm, just, I'm, just asking, I'm just asking. This guy works for Dick Cheney. What, 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 what would we put that in? What? Like, how many containers I, do I, I need I'm to have thinking, for cups and stuff? Um, like a glass bottle. Yeah, for every person that comes in. Ooh, is that bad? I'm just, how Big many budget, do I need? Brother. I mean, all, like, we we clean them. them. Clean them after every show. We have a, a giant that's, jug. That's we fill up a glass bottle. So is that important? People. What about if people know you're recycling? Does that make a difference? Makes me feel like a better person. If they know you're recycling, no. What makes me feel like a better person if they think I'm a better person? I'm like, oh, I tricked again. Some people just never gonna give a fuck about plastic. I'm one of them motherfuckers. Let me punch. Let me do a punch. Let me get a punch line here. I'm just telling the truth, bro. Like you can do, you can bury shit. You can show me the animals, the turtles, whatever. I'm just not gonna give a fuck about plastic. <laughs> I want to go back to the, to the hot yoga. I love it. I did it today, 90 <laughs> no, minutes. The reason why I want to go back to that because the idea of how water tastes, right? And I want to, yeah. this goes back to, let me look this way. Uh, this, who's this guy here? Oh, that's Brody, Brody Stevens. Stevens. Oh, what's up, bro? I'm he killed his hand. Okay, okay. Great dude. No, I mean, I'm just saying that is the only thing we know him by. Everybody loves him. No, let me not say that. One of the rare dudes that everybody loves. Right? Yeah. Rare dude that everybody loves. Respect. Everybody loves. And the only reason I said that, case, you know, I don't know. I know you said you was going to do comedy, but I didn't know if he was going to crack a joke, so I just want to let you know if you cracked a joke, that that dude killed himself. Yeah. And I'm not disrespecting my love to him. No, that's beautiful. Because I don't know how hard you go, so. I don't know how hard you go, so I was well, like this. Uh, Before you just start beating it up. Uh-huh. Yep. No, yeah. have some information. I, well, I was going back to the idea of water yeah. tasting good, right? And as well as uh, any type of food and drink, right? All that tastes better after hard work. Yes. So after you're doing your hot yoga and you sweaty and you put that hard work in, now you understand, you appreciate the water. Yes. So what I teach my children, right? Is hard work. When Adam, when 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 the Most High told Adam, he said, "Man shall work to the sweat of his brow." Now, we may have a job that don't make us sweat. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? But if you ain't working out or doing something physical to make your body physically yearn the reward of working out, which is the nutrients that you have to replenish yes. after you have burnt them out, you know what I mean? Then you are not going to ever taste water. You ain't you ain't going to be able to bite into. A piece of celery, 
and be like, well, damn. And feel it. Let me tell you right? something. Piece of fruit. Yo, let me tell you something. I know you don't think I respect celery. I know you don't think I respect <laughs> celery. I know you don't think <laughs> I respect <laughs> No, but yo, I'm telling you, Sam. Okay. What you just said, I know that's the only thing that you're going to get that burst. It is nothing like you get some celery. <laughs> that got that motherfucking pop with no string or nothing attached to it, just a clear bite. So I know you, and I know you looked at me again, but the water this inside celery, I know you don't think I respect it. I respect that. Son. Do you like celery right. with peanut butter? I like celery with anything. Like celery I could literally peanut like, butter. I could just eat it. Like I could just eat celery. I like celery with peanut <clears> butter. <throat> like celery with hummus. You don't like, know how good a peach tastes. But you until gotta you get the right out. celery. If you lift weights and then you eat a peach, a juicy cold peach, and you bite into that fucking thing. Yeah. <gasps> and this is not a sexual oh reference. My but goodness. you said it though, a real son. Peach fruit. A real peach. You said it. Not you said it. you gotta do something exactly. in your life to appreciate it. Right. Some people that's drinking. Right. Like you, you? I don't know, maybe I don't like know. You? Right no. now? Okay. Now I'm not saying right now. I'm not no. gonna do this with you. I'm not doing this. We're both. We gonna keep it positive. You talk about being nice earlier. This is positive. Be nice. We're both drinking. I'm drinking too. Something has to, like you've been drinking. Like the best time you appreciate water, is at the night after heavy drinking. <laughs> like you've been, you, you, your, 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 your palate and things have been industrial to alcohol, alcohol. You, you had that feeling where you had yeah, some yeah. drinks one night. The next day you drink some ice cold water and you're like, God damn, who the fuck invented this? Simple. It's, it's simple. It's, it's the same but, thing, but, but right? The thing you is, need but it. it. Your same body thing. need it. It's the same yeah, thing. Yeah, you need it. But the, your body was like asking for it. Asking for it. You're right. Right. But when you're drunk and you're drinking that water, you feel like an asshole. You're like, God, what the fuck? I, I do with my focus. body. When I'm, I'm so drunk, dehydrated. I can't even focus. But even drinking. Now you, go, you guys probably going Only a person point. can appreciate drinking Only person can drink, appreciate water When they drink it Is a professional drinker Because in their mind They be like this I can do this With one glass of water Yeah The average motherfucker That's drinking They ain't giving a fuck About that ratio A buddy of mine drank With Jean-Claude Van Damme Back in the day Professional Jean-Claude Van Damme Was a pro He huh? said he would have a drink <laughs> And he brought a gallon Of water with exactly. him Exactly right. A gallon So right. he would have a drink And then Bam Big fucking chug of water That's the only Smart. way he rolled just kept running to the bathroom, taking a piss, and coming Come back. back. When he drank, he drank with a gallon of water and whatever the fuck he was throwing down. <laughs> That's a professional. Now, look, look, now, look, look, look. Not to talk about <laughs> now. I'm a, I'm a, I'm actually probably in the top ten master drinkers. Wow. Now, if you ever, if you ever really want to get a crazy night of drinking and see if you can hang, hang. Donnell just put his glass down I mean, and adjust his No, I'm just saying headphones. I don't even want to do this. I already, I don't want really to do this. I'm, I'm definitely, just gonna... but. But uh, you know, so that's 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 a challenge for anybody who ever catch me on the right day want to challenge me. But my brother Devon says something that's really cool about drinking and smoking and everything, right? Because at one point, you know, I'm hip hop and I'm abusing it, right? I'm just, you know, just whatever, yo. Bong, 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 bong. And he says, Listen, God. He said, Listen, man, y'all getting high, y'all drinking for nothing. No celebration. You, yeah, he said you you drink after you complete something and then you celebrate. Nigga, <laughs> yo, seriously, no, yo, did I say it though, son? You said it. You knew it. No you celebration, son. How you we gonna can't just up? do this on a Wednesday, nigga. Nah, we can't just uh, do this on a Wednesday. Nah, nah. That's uh, right, son. And he said that, and I, I took that, I took that into That's consideration, real. and I strive mm. to give myself. A reason. Yes. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, a I'm reason, not just to gonna, yeah, reason to yourself, celebrate. Yeah, reason to celebrate. That's a beautiful philosophy for life. Give yourself a reason yeah, to celebrate. Yeah, you're right. Yo, you yes. too early. Yes. You, you too, too early. early. <laughs> Wait, we celebrate? Yo, you too early. What are you celebrating? <laughs> yes. Yo, can, can we celebrate? Can we celebrate this? 
so many people that uh, a fan of yours uh, spill over to the fans of mine. And I get so many tweets saying, when are you going to go on the Joe Rogan show? Let's and, celebrate that. And that's what we're celebrating today. I mean, I've been, I've been hearing about you, reading about you, listening to you with my friends and my peers. For some years now, you know what I mean. And, and this is your first time on the show. My first time. But listen, and I, and I, to me, I'm going to come back. That's again an now. that's an honor because to so, me, I've been listening to your music forever, respect. and so I, I appreciate you guys tremendously. I respect. So for you to spit be here, sixteen though, I son. can't spit. <laughs> come on, <laughs> but son. I will tell you that your collaboration with Rage Against the Machine, Wu Tang Clan, ain't nothing to fuck with. Is the greatest <sighs> collaboration in all of rap rock. That look, second place maybe Run DMC and Aerosmith, but to me. My generation, Rage Against the Machine, and Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with is the ultimate workout. Can I have a Wu Tang? Can I have one Wu Tang? That fucking song, man. If you're doing deadlifts and that song, (laughs) Wu Tang, Tiger Style, you like fucking, and you hear Tom Morello's guitar, you're like, you're ready to lift. I got one Wu Tang question. Was Wu Tang designed? Sorry. I like the way you you start the question. I'm shit, like you like, did me, nigga. You, 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 you did like this, you, and you syllable you syllable that shit. Yes, like, I did. <laughs> was yo look, listen. <laughs> okay, okay, go. Come sorry, on, sorry. Sorry, I had to fuck with you, good. Okay, let me say, <laughs> was Wu Tang the vision and the design of Wu Tang? Was it designed to fall apart? And when I say fall apart, mm. was it designed where a group of individuals? They were getting that equal due respect needed a bigger platform so everybody see them at one time. Did, 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 did you get that question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What he's saying is you were also talented, but to be, together you were bigger. Were you designed to elevate what I'm saying, the, the profile of all the all the members? And the reason the reason why I say this, years ago, years ago, years ago, years ago, I had a sketch group years ago. Uh-huh. Years ago I had a sketch group. It was 12 motherfuckers. Everybody had different personalities. Everybody was dope. Everybody could be a star in a different writer, whatever. But nobody had the plan to get the people to see that everybody is nice. Right. Nobody. Yeah, I, I would say this, right? Wu-Tang was designed, right, to come together for a common cause, right? And that cause, of course, being to express our art, to rise ourselves out of poverty, and to feed our families. So that was, that was a, a foundation. But it's not designed to fall apart. In fact, Wu-Tang, that's why on our second album, it's called Wu-Tang Forever. Right. Meaning no matter what we do, no matter if I go make movies or Method Man make movies or you go write books. You come back together. Yeah, we always got to come back but together this is what I did, Wu-Tang did. is forever. But hold on, let me finish last thing. But now mm. to put us all on the same, like to expose it all to the world through one outlet, yes. It had to be that. It had to be that. It had to be that. And the reason why I said it, because when I had my sketch group, I had my sketch group years ago. It's called Secret Society when I was doing it. I remember and that. I, I had this manager, and she came. This was before the Dave Chappelle show. It was mm-hmm. this thing. I was like, I'm going to do these jokes on my I've playbook. I've been watching you, bro. Look, and um, and then I said, uh, I said, um, my, my one of the managers I was working with, she was like, the name of my group was Secret Society. She said, I had Mike Epps. I had Mark Theobald. I had Red Grant. I had some bad motherfuckers. And, and she said, Donnell. I think Secret Society is falling apart. I said, nigga, it was supposed to fall apart. It was supposed to fall apart. Right. But where did it fall? Where did it fall? Does it land somewhere you could grow something else? Like, I knew it was only three people that were going to be stars. Mm. But it was four other people that were going to be writers. Right, right. It was two other, another motherfucker that was going to be, it was a different shit. But we needed that. 
Okay, I got you now. So, you know what I'm saying? So fall, so fall apart, that word, when you said fall apart. I didn't mean it in a negative yeah. I meant like. You meant more like spread his wings. Spread his wings. Yeah. And like, even though, like, when I yeah. said that, I mean it like, even though, like, everybody, for the most part, everybody wanted to be a superstar. Everybody had the chops. Everybody wasn't a superstar. Right. And it's it's yeah. proven to this day. Some people's like this. Guess what? This motherfucker wrote on eight different shows. We won. Right. This dude is touring in Europe. We won. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It was like, when I say fall apart, it was like, it was going to go there, and then it was just going to be like, mm. it fall like this. Yo, yo, it was good. We all got it. Now, let me so, go. That they're strong so, enough that they, they, they exi- could exist independently. Independent in different areas. But different always areas. come back together if they exactly. want to. If they want That's to. why we called ourselves, we was like Wu-Tang forums, like Voltron. <clears throat> yeah. So you watch Voltron. Yes, yes. Each of the lions could fuck Hand up some, yeah. They could fuck yeah. some shit up. Yeah. But when you need the blazing sword... Everybody got to come together yeah, for yes. Voltron. So, so we took that philosophy, and we knew that within all of our crew that any one of us was first of all Wu Tang is a bunch of alphas. It, right. was, it wasn't like uh, what? Right. it wasn't no sucker dude. Like, Nobody uh, Wu Tang got jeans that fit, but you. <laughs> <laughs> you the only one that got the jeans that's the size of you, son. I'm saying. <laughs> Niggas is 32, 38, son, all day, son. <laughs> Stupid. He said, I got jeans that fit. <laughs> I'm just saying. But it's true. He's right. It's true, though, sir. Everybody on Zip be like, come on, sir. You exactly. already know what you know, uh, ghost. That nigga, that nigga waits to 32. 30. He takes 42 uh, all day and double up on the, the belt. 90s, <laughs> the 90s baggy, right? Yes, yo, that's my nigga. Yo, we know back in those days, man, you may have on three pair of pants. Right. Yeah. In, in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But not, nah, but the main, but the main thing is that to be able to, you know, what I mean, to 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 have the alpha energy, right, and then come to a to us into an industry that was lacking that alpha energy. I yes. know, I was in That's New York. We well, you had I was mystical, in New York. You had mystical philosophy behind it too. Oh, of course. But that was the thing about it is like Wu Tang was inexorably connected to kung fu. Right. Like the, there was like yeah. there was that's the woo. Yeah. And then the, the, the thing about it, I was in Chinese New York. Kung man, Fu I was philosophy was a part of the music, right. man. It was like there was a thing about you guys that you were spiritual. There was like a there was an intelligence, and then of course you had ODB who was off the rails. <laughs> which was beautiful about right, it is right. that you you guys all existed together. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like even though you had this sort of spiritual kung fu kind of energy to it, you also had people just off the rails partying. But they had New York on fire too. Yo, they had New York on fire. Niggas used to have a uh, fucking Wu Tang sightings and there wasn't even no Wu person in there. <laughs> <laughs> they just be like, Wu, who's that? That was Wu Wu. Like, oh yeah, shit, man. I heard Wu Wu was up there. Yeah, 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 like right. that. Like, I don't know if there's ever been a group that you could just mention that. Anybody from Wu Tang was there. It was a whole bunch of not Wu Tang motherfuckers getting yeah. a lot of pussy. Yeah, just because <laughs> still and still yo, and still do. to this day. It's to this day. It's hey, to yo, this there day. was a guy. Yo, there was yo, there was a guy it's that went like, on nigga, tour. Nigga, nigga, I'm expecting Asian, like, oh shit, they can suck my dick move all day. Hey, yo, there's a guy who went on. <laughs> he's stupid. Am I telling nah, the truth, right. son? Yo, there was a guy who went on tour. <laughs> Yo, check it out. A guy went on a tour oh. as the fake Capadonna. Oh my god! He didn't get caught till till he got about seventy grand or something like Where that. Where was that in Baltimore? 
Atlanta, boy. He, he just did a tour. He just right. went out. Because right. you didn't. Because some so many of us, you might not know how a motherfucker look. You right. ain't gonna. You know what I'm yo, saying? Right. You not gonna, yo, you not gonna know oh when they God. start getting in. And then you think about this. This is how Wu is so dope. You think about that. Wu got kids. <laughs> Wu got kids. Now it's like we at the point now. I'm old school. Wu kids got starting to have kids. Like that, so it's right? baby woos. Oh my god! It's well, the, the everywhere. The, beauty, the most beautiful. But some thing, people took advantage of it. Well, the most beautiful thing, though, you know, that's the beauty of art, creativity, and and being, you know, the spiritual aspect, the the alpha aspect. All these aspects multiplied us to be a unique version of the American dream. And when you look at, um, you know, we did the, the documentary of Mike's and Men on Showtime, and you can see that. That it's more like it's like the lotus leaf grows out of mud, right? But it's a symbol of Buddhism, which is all this peace and beauty. But it grows out of mud, mm. so we like that which grew out of the mud. And then when you go and watch uh, our Hulu series, uh, the American Saga, right? You get to see like this group of men weren't always on the same page. wasn't always there's no way too friends many with people. each other. And I think the biggest thing that I, I learned by putting the TV show on Hulu is that there's other kids across America in a similar situation. Yes. Right? So so there's a scene where it's the soundtrack. It's the soundtrack to life. Right. But not just that. I'm talking about like there's, there's a, other kids that are hearing this that, that they, they can resonate. This yeah, makes sense to them. Or living it, right? Yes, so, yes. So to get my first drum machine, I had to, you know, get it by illegal means, right? And think about how you many. You hired somebody. <laughs> but think about how many people. Think about how many people, uh, you know, need something to do something, but don't have the means to get yes. it. And some may cross the line. You know, at the end of the day, the, the way I really got my equipment, right? You know, I definitely try to do any way to get it, but I didn't get it by stealing it, right? I had the hustle. But I you wanted newspaper. it though. You wanted. You didn't just want to get it for say. I got it. you wanted because you wanted to do something I with it. Use it, right? Exactly. So That's a difference. I sold apples, oranges, really? newspapers, socks. I'm, I'm one of those socks guys. Have you been in New York back in the days? Socks. Nipsey Hussle was a socks motherfucker. Yeah, you see dudes walking around selling <laughs> socks. He we, was a sock nigga. No, seriously. You buy, you buy That's him. the way you said it. Yeah, he was. I wanted to say he was a sock nigga. But I didn't say that. Rest <laughs> Riz was a sock nigga. I love him. Yo, socks. Yo, whatever. Because you, you bomb down on awesome. the, uh, 25th Street. You get maybe, uh, you could get a dozen for 30 bucks, right? And then you could sell them at $10 a pack. So you get a dozen packs for 30 bucks with six in a pack. You go uptown, right? And you sell them for $10 just for the whole pack of socks. But you got to find a neighborhood that needs socks. You just can't go in a neighborhood that got a lot of socks. But anybody... <laughs> you can't, no, sir. No, you can't. <laughs> but most people... You can't go into a sock-infested neighborhood. A sock-infested neighborhood. You can't do it, sir. You can't do it, sir. But the opposite is stupid. But the opposite is this. So usually... <laughs> he's stupid, yo. Usually uptown, right? Uptown, usually people go uptown to buy their you know, clothes, high end clothes. No, yeah. no, 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 no. You go uptown to get. <laughs> <laughs> no, you get if you get drugs from uptown. Oh, yeah. drugs. The, like although I could get a hundred dollars worth of drugs uptown, bring it back downtown, sell it for two hundred dollars. Yeah, it's oh, just like in Harlem okay, okay. uptown, they had the best rates on any drug you ever needed. Right. Yeah. But then, so but, you, you could but, buy but, drugs. Uh, yeah, like you could buy a uh, 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 ounce uptown, right? 
and sell it downtown or even take it back to Staten Island, you're going to triple your money. Triple. Easy. 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 Yep. So Staten Island's three. You can easily like, triple your money. Like the village is two. Yeah, like that. Okay. And if you go out of state, you made five times it. And five. that's where all the New York motherfuckers was coming down to D.C. and Virginia. Exactly. Um, but but yeah. socks, you Stick. buy downtown <laughs> <laughs> and take it uptown because the drug dealers are fly. They yeah. got to have clean socks. They, they got to have clean socks all day. day. And so, they, so now they're buying the socks for $10 that you paid $5 for. Oh. That was my hustle. Do you remember New York when they had movies? It. Remember they had VHS tapes where people would sit in the back of the movie theater and film that. the movie? And make a VHS. They, oh, yeah. They'd set up a oh, camcorder. Yeah. That was the it. worst. The worst bootlegging <laughs> shit ever. <laughs> but you feel so like terrible. But if you but but then that's the same time. That's when um, VCRs just came in. So it didn't matter the quality. You just had to have something to put in the fucking new technology. Yeah. yeah you you know what I'm And you know what you know what uh, 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 art form or whatever um, supports new technology always deal with porno. Whenever, when your son, <laughs> it's true. It's true. Well, whenever, oh, 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 oh. No, 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 no. What I'm saying okay, is, go, go, go. whenever there's a new, whether it's from beta to VHS to CD, it's porno that gets people to, to buy. explore the new technology. They paved the way. They paved the way. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Because there's so many people that are jerking off. There's just, it's an unsatisfiable quantity. The, right. the, you, you can't you, you always can count on them people are always going to jerk off to porn so how so, do you get it to them quicker how do you get it to them where right. you it can went make from, some money from rewinding huh. to like CD to a link to now all you need is tag words the only to thing that's been explained to me quick. though the way we think about people stealing music or people stealing comedy like they think about stealing porn so if you go to certain sites where it's just free and you just watch porn apparently yeah. the people that make it they don't get a piece of that. So someone's uh, making a ton of money, and the other people are stealing. So you're saying we make money. You know, can't though. negotiate too much if your pussy's wide open. This is like, <laughs> I'm just saying, so it's like, I know, like, this is how I want to go your rights. Yo, you can't be negotiating. Like, you need to get somebody in between you making your argument. I well, see what you're saying, but, I mean, isn't it... It's something. It's a commodity. It's a thing, just what? like a joke. Wait, just like a commodity. A, yeah, yeah. In a way, okay, I mean, if you okay. create I'm something, right, asking, like if, right, if it's legal, if you legal, if it's legal rather, and you hire a cameraman, you pay an actor, you pay an actress, you let them fuck, you give them a certain amount, you film it, and then that's yours. And then someone takes that, and then they put it up on their website, and then you could watch it for free, and they sell advertising space, and they make money off something the that they didn't buy. They need better lawyers. Hold on a second. They didn't buy it at all. That's infringing. Right. Yeah, it's, it's no different than if they downloaded a Wu-Tang album, and then they started selling it. They, so put it, they put it on a website and then put ads connected to that Wu-Tang album. So then that means they need to get better lawyers and Wait, negotiate better stories, what better, better contracts. What right? you guys with that one album that that, that drug pharmacy dude, Martin, what's yeah. his name? Martin Scarelli. Scarelli. He, he actually got a hold of one of your albums that's an yeah. unreleased Wu-Tang album. I heard that's it was real. two of them. The street said it was two. What's the reality? <laughs> Well, we have the man. The reality of it is that uh, it's now sitting in a temperature-controlled room in the Department of Justice. Really? Yeah. So it's his. He owns it still. Well, he's you know he's uh he's incarcerated right now. Right, right, right. And so so I think a lot of his assets has been seized by the government. And including that album, so those songs have never been released. Nah, but That's, let me say one thing about. Who the fuck about, figures out a way to make music into that. art? Look at that fucking thing. Yeah. 
But is, but is there, that beautiful or what? That guy's got to be broke. Man, is that is there a way I could buy that off of him? <laughs> For real. How, how dope heard, would that heard, look right here? How dope uh, would that look? <laughs> It'd be beautiful right here. But, but I would release that online. Or, oh. or release it with you, or let you release. I buy it. You made for free, though. I don't give a fuck. Whatever you want, right. but that the sitting there makes no sense to me. And that box looks dope, and I know that guy's in jail. You figure out a way you to get make out, music Martin, art. Holla yeah. at your boy. And you know what? That's how <laughs> you crazy. one thing. I tell Wouldn't you one thing. Would that be dope right here, though? It would. I tell you one thing. Mm. I did have a Does conversation it? with the gentleman, right? With Martin? Yeah, I said, listen, yo. Cause he had a, you know, he had a lot of bad things going on for him. I said, "Yo, if I was you, I would take this chance to do philanthropy, Ooh. and I would give this away to the public." If I was him, yes, based on how much he had talking from the public. The yeah, public. but he he was a net like we talked about earlier. He wasn't a nice person. He didn't want to give the impression that he was a nice person. He wanted to be. I don't give a fuck. And but what you said was too. He was having too much fun, son. Right. It was right, just too right. much. Like whatever, bitch. Fuck y'all. I got this. Right. But you know what? I don't think he understood consequences. I think he was doing that. No, of and course he, thought, he didn't. He was. He thought. Look, he's a kid. Wasn't he born into money? No. Where'd he make his money? No, he made his money in in the pharmaceutical industry. Yeah, he was he he was immigrant parents who was like janitors. But he wasn't like born into this company. No, so he was a part of the company. He was part of the company, but I think one thing that he had, he had tenacity more than anything. Oh, okay. Very so, smart, but he very probably smart dude. never experienced a public eye like he did with this whole pharmaceutical crisis, where he's overcharging for was AIDS medication. No, he, I think he probably did, but I think that at this point he wanted. He wanted to be known as that guy. He was a, he was a smart dude. He wanted to be known as that guy. That he, didn't mind, he, up shit. he didn't mind being a super villain. Let's put it that yeah, way. Yeah, and then okay. it was like he more, wanted more to make Lex Luthor. Okay. But he didn't want to be on a low maker money. He, he tried wanted, to be on the podcast. He did. He reached out to me. Yeah. Oh, that would have been interesting. But uh, I did tell. I mean, interesting just to you know yeah. whatever his interest. But I did tell him. <laughs> I mean, me. I'm a type of person. I'm always going to try to say some advice. In a positive form. Right. Uh, that's just my personality. I'm like, listen, bro. They're talking shit about you in the world. It don't look good for you. Wu-Tang is good. I told him that. Wu-Tang forever. Yeah. yeah. I said, if I was you, I'll take this opportunity to do something good. You How about this? I mean? How about this? Maybe he sells me the box and then we release the, the music. I'll buy the whole thing from him and then we'll uh, release it. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know. If he's got it, he wants to sell it. The weird if that thing dude's for me, got it, he wants to sell the it. The weird thing for me, he, like, he's, I don't he, think he's, it's he's, ever. He's, he's, in, he's, he's locked up. For how long, though? He just lost his appeal, so. Oh. The thing. Can I've you sell for, shit while you're in jail? You play Monopoly. I, I, when I play Monopoly, don't you do that? <laughs> Yo, I just think like this. I think like this. Do you do that? Do you do the that, shit, When you play Monopoly. And you in jail, it's your turn. You still be like, I want a house. No, no, no. It drives me crazy. How many songs? Um, like twenty five songs. That so. is ridiculous. I think me personally that needs to be released. I think I don't. My personal opinion. Nobody in the history of music has been able to make an idea or so that's never heard. Art, art, like right. to be quite honest, it ain't, might not even be no motherfucking songs in there. <laughs> Yo, Don't you think he listens? Yo, no, Don't listen. you think he knows? No, he, no, 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 no I'm not saying no, that. No, no, what no, I'm no, saying no, is you're right, you're right. He's, yeah. the point I'm he's making. Right. The point he's making. The point I'm totally making is right. it's yeah. more 
valuable. It's legend. Never being heard. Oh. Never being cracked. Right. Didn't release. You release it, then you set it up for people to be critical of it, kind of give their opinion. The opinion is there was something so dope that we could just break it down to one. What and a, the fucking like, what was the thought process behind a, that? Well, for for my point of view, right, it was just like that's I was, how I, you know, what I'm no, saying. No, no, like, hold on, let me explain. For my point of view, music was being devalued, right, by through so, streaming services, by society, right? But, yeah. but, but how yeah, how through, so? Not through streaming, of course, right? Uh, illegal downloads, illegal, illegal downloads. Right. If you want to, let's talk a little bit of business. I won't go too okay. deep. I'll give me two minutes of business. All right. So let's just take Napster. Right. Okay. Who's, who's the founder <laughs> right. of this type of technology? Right. And he takes millions of songs and gives them away. And then now people are getting all these songs for free. Now the music industry, like any other industry, has a certain quota of business it does every year. Like every other industry, right? Whether it's $4 billion a year or $5 billion a year, it's an industry of a group of people, and that's their yearly quota. So if Napster comes, right, and, and, and he takes all these songs where all these people who are waiting for their publishing checks, waiting for their economics to be created from music, now there's no publishing check. All the numbers are now decreased because there's no physical sale of your music for us to accumulate a value to send you a check. But then at the end of the day, after he does that, he gets a billion dollars. So oh. now you're talking what belongs to, let's say, say there's a thousand artists that's worth value as far as, you know, that sell records that you could say accumulate money, right? So we took, a, we took the power of a thousand and put it in one man's hand, okay? So that's one of the first mistakes as an industry we make. And then the second mistake we make is that now there's services going and there's illegal downloads and people won't pay a dollar for the record. Right. Right? And for an album, you won't pay 10 to $12 for an album. Even let's say it was $20, you won't pay that. But you'll pay $300, $400 for your headphones, right. $200, $300 for your iPod or your phone, and you're using it for music. Let me ask you this. What's Last the best thing, way for... Without your okay. headphones, without music, your headphones is useless. Right. So why would you not pay the 10, 20 hours for the music? Because they don't have to, right? Right. Because they can get it some other way. But let me ask you this. What is the best way to support artists? What's the best way to buy it? Well, the best way to buy it now... Music? I mean, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, now. now yeah. Your now, music. Well, now, Wu-Tang Clan, anybody's yeah. music. What's well, the best well, way now, that you get the most out of it? Well, the best way in the past was physical, but now the industry right. has figured out how to monetize the digital streaming. So now things are starting to rebalance. But during this period of time, you know, maybe within the last three, four years, it's starting to rebalance. But if you look at from 2000 to 2015, it's a total unbalance. Right. And a lot of artists have to stop making music because there's no economics in right. it. Now, a group like the Wu-Tang Clan, right? So let's just say... Let's just say the average verse for a Wu rapper, you know, let's say, yo, let me get, a, let me get 16. He might be, yo, yes, Tell son. him, tell him. He don't know what 16 is. Tell him. Yeah, uh, six, 16. I, I okay, okay, 16, 16, 16. Let's say Meph, <laughs> let's say Meph say, yo, throw me 20 cent for that, right? Okay. 20,000, Joe. Okay. okay. So now let's just say he got 10 verses on this album. You know what I mean? Let's say every other Wu member do the same. So to get, to get an album made, it may cost a million dollars. A studio session, a studio session is up to, let's say, at the cheapest level, hundred bucks an hour. 
you do a you do a twelve hour block out. That's another grand a day just to get into the studio. Mm. Then you got your engineer. Then you got so it costs mm. money to create music, right? But now you get all this done and you want to sell it, and somebody just the world just takes it for free. So now you can't recreate again. Now even though the tools have gotten easier now and you could do a lot with your laptop and all that, even the laptop is two Gs, bro. Even the the download just. Logic, right? Which everybody use two hundred dollars, man. And so you need a so so so. So it's merchandise and brand now. It's merchandise and brand. It's merchandise and being able to take the idea of that brand. And right, make but if it you're a fan, money. but if you're a fan, what's the best way to support well, now, well, now you? What's the best way to support Wu Tang Clan? What's the best way to support? Is it Apple Music? Like what is what is the best well, way? No, iTunes? No, the, yeah, now no, now everything is found this way. In other words, if you could stream, streaming's it, good. Yeah, you could stream it. Spotify's good. Spotify's good. You could download it directly to your phone if you are. Uh, uh, but if you're going to give person, directions to fans, like what's the best way to support Wu Tang Clan? What's the Best way to accumulate music, acquire music. I mean, if I just put it in, they're once, all good now. Like streaming. Yeah, I think it's balanced. Let me say iTunes. This I was just Amazon. It. Look, music is the second thing. The, the catch twenty two here, Joe, is this. Okay. Now, music is also made to be heard. Yes. So, while one point I try to prove a point by saying, "Look, I'm gonna put a value on it," so you know there's a value to it because there's a value to me. But then on the other point, right? We put, I put another album out called A Better Tomorrow, which is like, yo, do what you want with that. You know how I come? Because I don't make music for me to listen to. I make it for the world to listen to it at the same time. So the best way to support your artist is just by listening to the mm. music. All right? Mm. Beautiful. I'm with you. It's beautiful. But so this is good, though. This is because I've always wanted to know this because I've always, I've always been like, what do I do? Do I do iTunes? Do I do Amazon? Like, wh where do you get the most money back from? Yeah, I think, look, I think they, they, the system has found a way to balance itself. So, okay, so it's okay now. So, yeah, so Spotify is good. Beautiful. Uh, streaming, you know, streaming, look, you know, I mean, I think even Taylor Swift is thinking about coming over to the streaming thing. That now, right? dirty girl. Everybody's so, gonna come to the streaming shit. Yeah, because 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 that's the way to listen now. As right? long as she gets a good deal, right? The only thing, like you said, just the whole thing is, at the end of the day is play fair. Yes. Like you yeah. know what you can say, I don't want this streaming service, but somebody has to have a platform for people to even come check for you. Yes, one hundred percent. But the other thing like, is, the whole like, thing fans is like, need to know. Fans need to know. Like what? Like if I'm a fan. And uh, it, my, my, you know, fourteen dollars is not too much money for me to spend. I need to know where to spend it. I would, if if I could, if there's one yeah. place you could tell me, that's the best way to support Wu Tang Clan. This right. is the best and way. Now to support if I was a fan, right? If yes. I was a fan and I and I had the money to spend, you know, I would definitely, you know, I would buy the vinyl, right? Why? Uh, okay. Because it's tangible, right? Right. Like, Yo, I would buy, it's so funny because that makes CD. sense. Why? Because it's tangible. Yeah, it's tangible. I'm spending money. Right. Okay. You get a but, physical object. Yeah, physical for physical. Especially if a I, record. Like you buy the vinyl. There's a commitment. Yo, that's so funny that you said it because I know people of certain blah 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 that, <laughs> that blah blah blah. It's like this. Oh shit! They want audio rights to something so they can put it on vinyl, and then the value is. The history, the story. Like, a motherfucker won a vinyl Wu-Tang because it's art. Just yeah. like with the, the the one joint, it's art. It's art, brother. And, and like you said, we talked about it earlier. It's coming back. Yeah. It's coming back. Now, now I'm not saying it's going to go to clubs or anything like that and the DJs like that, but the act of collecting something and take it, take home with it's you. It's remember, remember CDs? CDs is like, it's te technology. Is about to die. Why would I buy this CD? Because 
it has a booklet. Remember? Yeah. The booklet? albums. That was a something. big part of what albums were was the artwork. Yeah, yeah. It was the artwork and CDs. Artwork. You could put, the, you could put your weed on it. Yes. yes. <laughs> and those CDs, you bring your weed up. Those Cheech CDs, you like this. Oh, shit, I got this Big album. Bamboo, they gave you a giant piece of rolling paper. They Remember you, that? Yeah. And that was the last thing. And I don't see what you did, but I don't see people doing that. But I think it's going to go back. Nobody's, everybody's not going to have 1200s in their house or whatever, but some people, especially if it's a genre or something that you connect with, they're going to be like, I want to buy that. Well, you know what's important, though, for fans? We don't I know. I got son. Go, been, go pee, bro. I've been here for a long time, go son. Go pee. Go I pee. pee. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. No, you're going to talk shit when I leave, son. <laughs> you be like, this. he probably went to go eat some bacon or something. Fuck that, <laughs> son. For right, a lot I'll of, be right back. For a lot of fans, they don't know. Like, they don't know what... It, there's no clearly established what's the best way to support an artist. Like, and, we, we yeah, don't and know. It's, and it's, it's more gray now than ever. But like I said, if you... Look, the physical act of going somewhere, right? Right. And buying something... Uh, you know, it's a give and take. It's an act, right? Yes. It's like going to a restaurant. You go there... Look, the food is three times the price of cooking at home, right. but it's a physical act. So if, a, if if you really love an artist, right, it's just like uh, I just got the, um, I paid $100 for the soundtrack to the uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood soundtrack. Um, $100? Yeah, it was, it was $100 for the sound. It was a collector's, it was a, they, had, they had like a collector's vinyl. Oh, um, okay. Down at the Grammy Museum, I saw it. I was like, I'm gonna take this. It's a, some some you know some great songs on there. Uh, what's the band that made Cherokee Nation? Cherokee Nation. What's the name of that band? Uh, hmm. I, I, I won't have to go there now. But anyway, point being made. Cherokee people. Yeah, Cherokee. Yeah. People. Cherokee yeah. pride. Cherokee. Yeah. Who made that one? I don't so know. Yeah. Who the fuck made that? Uh, Cherokee people. <laughs> what is it? Cherokee pride. <laughs> <laughs> Who made that? <laughs> what is it? I find a bunch of Paul Revere and the Raiders. Yeah, that's it. Is that yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Paul, Paul Revere, Revere and, and the Raiders. Raiders. Yeah, that's a bold move. George so, Washington, the dudes in the boat. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? But point being made is, I wanted that vinyl. Yes, the I physical wanted, thing. I wanted that, yeah. and I paid my hundred dollars for it. Right. And I walked out the store with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like comic books. You know, I just got a, a first issue of the new X Men. I actually bought it for Meth. So when I see him, I'm gonna give it to him. But because he he loves comic books. And I was in uh I was in um well I was at a Saint not Saint Louis after Saint Louis I was in uh Saint Louis Kansas anyway I was in that area and they had a comic book store there I went in there and I was like yo they had the first issue of the new X Men bought that in plastic Ooh. put that in my bag now of course you could go online and you could do the but the physical tangible thing I think is the best way to support artists and if yeah. you are. And if you and nowadays the way artists actually make the most economics um, is through live concerts. So, and only way that's going to work is if somebody hear your music. Right. So I always tell fans, look, just listen. You know, what I mean, listen, enjoy. You know, we creating something for you to understand or for you to feel a vibe or for me to take you to my location, like cash rule everything around me. We're taking you back to New York, the New York crime side. You know what yes. I mean? Um, and then and then. When you come down and you get that song in your DNA and you come to a concert and you see us perform it, now we have a, a symbiotic relationship. You know what I mean? So that's how I see that's it. That's beautiful because you're giving them a physical object. Yeah, I think it's important. I yeah. think you're right, man. That's why I want that goddamn box. Where are you, Martin? <laughs> get out of jail. Sell me that box, bitch. Come on. And, uh, <laughs> how much do you think he'll sell it for? If you had to guess. How much did he buy it for? Um, He had it, I mean... 
I think they bought it for what, two mil now. Two million. But I think I think he had it on and eBay. I think it. he had it on eBay. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy it, it and release it for free. I'm gonna release it to, if that's okay with you. If it's not, tell me and you guys can sell it. But we need to have that. That needs to be released. Twenty what? Twenty four. Twenty five. Twenty five songs. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Let's make this happen, man. Martin, where you at? <laughs> It'd be nice if he whatever he just calls you like. Collect call. I <laughs> fucking like, jail call. Collect call from L. Myler's Convectional. I hear the feds S- listening. Martin, yeah. Martin, Martin. When you getting out? I need the box for the desk, Martin. Wow. Did you um? So so wow. So so now that Donnell's gone, I could talk about him right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's the best man. We finally got him to do a podcast. I I shamed him into doing one episode that he already did, right? right, Because he didn't want to come here and tell me that he hadn't done it yet. So he did one, and then we're gonna take that one. Jamie's gonna produce it and edit it. (laughs) (laughs) He's over there shaking his head like. We're gonna do it together, but we'll we'll promote it. I'll promote it on Instagram. I've just been trying to get him to do it forever. You know, he's he's a goddamn natural. He's natural. He's funny, a natural. He's he makes me cry. He can't be stopped. Now, now you said you do hot yoga. Are you into yeah. Zen? Any anything Zen? Like what's 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 your what's your is it all physical with yoga for you or is it something no, spiritual? Then? No, it's what it's it's a mind cleansing thing as much as it's a physical cleansing thing because it's all about concentrating on my breath and ignoring all the fucking ideas that keep darting in and out of my head. Right. It's just like meditation in the sense that I'm trying to calm myself down and center myself and I'm trying to cleanse myself. So when I'm holding poses and I'm concentrating on my breathing, what it does is it eliminates all of the stuff that I don't necessarily want in my head right. and allows me to manage my mind better. And I think that's the thing that is un- misunderstood about yoga because in my opinion, and I've done both, I've done regular meditation and I've done physical exercise, I think there's a benefit, a great un recognize benefit to physical meditation and I find that in yoga yeah. I find that in martial arts yeah I don't know if you find that as well oh, definitely yeah because you, you have <laughs> you have still meditation I'm sorry I try to sneak man. I'm so those sorry those fucking sorry. stupid lights man we yeah. gotta fix them Jamie and I have been talking about it for three years what happened to the chest son the what the chest oh it got re uh, it's re being refilled with terrifying concoctions so we're talking about physical any day meditation now. Right and still meditation. So let's just say like there's a meditation where you just sit still, yeah, and you just breathe. And actually, Wu Tang, right? So I'm gonna give you a little Wu Tang law. So Wu Tang, uh, the story is there's a monk named Chang Sang Fei who leaves Shaolin Temple because he feels that the physical exercise is not the pure way to enlightenment. Mm. Right, he thought that the kung fu was too external. Right, too many complications right. for the ego, and so he returns. So he retreats to the to the mountain, and he goes for internal kung fu. But in the process of doing internal kung fu, such as tai chi, uh, zen yi, uh, bakwa, right, mm-hmm. like these techniques, like there's there's this thing called the ace piece brocade, where you just sit. You know what I mean? And you just do very small movements. You first you bang on the back of your ears. It's called banging on the heavenly drums to open up the back of your brain. Like if you do that right now, if you cover that makes your, sense. If you cover your ears, right? If you co- take the headphones off, right? And you cover your ears like this. You take your thumb like that, and you. Okay. Of course, it's louder, right? You hear, right? Oh, it's, it gives you like a little rhythm, right? right? So you do that first, right? 
And that's just to open up your your brain, like to open that up, right? You do it while inhaling, exhaling, balancing your yin and yang. Right, that's one of the brocades. And it, so he made these eight pieces of brocade, right? Brocade brocade means like something is blocked, right? Right? Like right blockade? The, right. So you want to open it up. Right. You want to open up these, open up your, your your main vessels, you know what I mean? Okay. Uh, of course, being your ears, your eyes, your nose, your mouth. You know, that goes back to uh, Jesus saying the seven churches. What is the seven churches? And Jesus spoke to the seven churches. Well, he spoke to the two eyes, the two nose, two holes in your nose, your mouth, and your two ears. Mm. So he's speaking to a man. He said, out of his mouth came a double-edged sword. The sword, of course, no sword can come out of your mouth. Your tongue is that sword. Double-edged. Exactly. Yeah. So a Wu-Tang. Shout out to all the preachers that eat pussy. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, that's P. Hey, that. That's P E P. You got to make that an acronym. P E P. Like, well, get down with P E P. You know me. Well, that's, uh, well anyway, before the Conalingus uh, part of it comes in, right? Uh, before we get to I'm the Conalingus, so so Wu Tang itself, right? This guy leaves the temple, goes to the mountain to meditate, and he's dealing with still meditation, right? Okay. But. In all reality, when you mix it together, Wu-Tang and Shaolin, you have the physical and the still meditation. And it takes both to actually find this level of enlightenment you're looking for. So when Bodhidharma came to Shaolin, he actually came from India. So Bodhidharma was an Indian monk who was more of a yoga student. He comes to Shaolin, and he's trying to teach them the Indian way, but he realized that all the monks are too weak to sit there in their still meditation. And so he created something called the low hands, right? Or the 18 low hands. Or right, and, and he these forms and these steps were made so that now they could do a physical movement to build their body up so now they can meditate longer. Because you can have a strong mind, what's the use of a strong mind without a strong body? And what's the use of a strong body? without a strong mind. Mm. So that's the yin and yang must be balanced. And so that's the Shaolin and Wu-Tang philosophy. So when we made Wu-Tang Clan, uh, and I'll go back to myself with this, we made Wu-Tang Clan as the name of our crew. We took the verse from the Bible about the double-edged sword and Jesus speaking, right? We said, okay, we're going to use our words and our wisdom and our spirituality to talk to the world through our music, right? But we also took that in the Wu-Tang law, they said the Wu-Tang martial art monks, they developed the best sword style, right? So we like, well, we're the Wu-Tang. We have the best sword style. Mm. But we come from Shaolin because that's the, the, the well which springs forth, right? And so we took the physical of Shaolin as our base, the spiritual, the meditative force of Wu-Tang, and we put it together. And, we, and our album starts off, if what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Bong, bong. Oh, my God. That's that's hip-hop history, Wu-Tang. ladies and gentlemen. I need a Wu I need a Wu name, son. <laughs> Yo, give me a Wu-Tang name, what son. What would it be? Oh, shit. I don't know. I gotta, you got you to gotta go through that name generator, sir. Yo, you, you how have do you, to Yo, be Jamie, you. can you name generate me? No. How do you do it? You can't change who you are. The words won't change your essence. I just want to... Your essence is Donnell Rawlings. There's just no escaping that. Joe, I respect what you're saying right now. <laughs> I respect that. And you sound very white right now. But I'm just saying, motherfucker. Riz is here. I want a woo name, I understand. Sir. I understand that. I understand yo, that. When I, I appreciate yo, when that. I, yo, when I did that show, Hollyweed, with um, Kevin Smith, there was this Look part. at this. Wu-Tang Uh-oh. Generator. Arrogant okay. Dreamer. <laughs> 
don't want that. Right. I don't want that. I don't want that one. Give me a new name, son. Nah. Come on, man. Arrogant Dreamer is pretty right, dope. I'll take That's, that. I like that. I'll take that. Listen, when I was doing the um, Kevin Smith show, Hollyweed, yes. there was a part where I'm in, the, I'm in, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm, in, I own a dispensary. I'm in there, right? And I smoke weed. And the only time I think I can spit is when I smoke weed. So I'm smoking weed, and I just was doing these bars. And at the end of everyone, I said, Wu Tang. <laughs> At the end of everyone, I say Wu Tang, and Kevin Smith know me. He, every time I text right. him, he's like Wu Tang forever. Well, Dave says but, that shit all the time. But no, too. listen, this is what this is what I pitched to him for the Hollywood show. Like they know every time I write, it's like yo, nigga, Wu Tang forever. What Wu Tang forever? So we had I had pitched a scene where all I'm saying is Wu Tang, Wu Tang, and I'm in a dispensary, right? And then you know how they had a secu- security cams. And shit, I'd be like, it'd be like, eh, who is it? And the motherfucker say, it's Wu Tang. <laughs> the actual Wu Tang show up to the weed spot, and that's the thing I punctuate all my raps with. Ah, oh, shit. You know, you know what? Dave, Dave, Dave did have a lot of jokes with Wu Tang in it, right? And I, I really appreciate it. I love him. He's a yeah. beautiful man. Had us on the show. But he did one Wu Tang joke, right? That, that fucked me up, right? <laughs> What was it? Can I talk about it real quick? <laughs> yes, Yo, please. So I'm watching it. It's, 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 uh, maybe, so he did the three Netflix specials. Right. right. It was the first one. And so me and my wife, we excited. Yo, we, Dave, boom, we put it on. And we watching it. And we dying laughing. And then he uh, he, he goes into the, the, the scene where he does, like, he's at a party. And he had the transgender dude fall out and all that and everything. And then he then he goes, you know, he don't understand, you know, how, you know, how somebody do that, like, you know what I mean? Like, what, 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 does, what does somebody do? They just, you know, they just chop their dick off, Wu-Tang, bang! And they just keep going. And I was like, what What the fuck was that? <laughs> right, but I think, but yeah, hold on, hold on, let me, let me finish okay. this. No, sorry, me and my wife both was like, we both kind of didn't say nothing, like, for the first three minutes. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, I just woke up, just kept watching. He was shot. Right, right, right. And then it was like, what the fuck? And then, and we pause, I said, babe, what? You, you get that one? So, no, I didn't get it. No. Right? So, we didn't, so we didn't get it, right? Uh, <laughs> next fucking day, uh, huh? next fucking day, I'm somewhere at a meeting in the elevator, and boom, it hits me. Because it stayed in my fucking mind. Right. I fucking start dying laughing. But it was a punctuate. No. No, what, so what was the difference with what you thought the joke that you didn't get, but what made you get it? Well, what made me get it was just the, I'm trying to, because Dave, Dave is a genius, yo. Right. His shit is crazy. Right, it's like a lyric. You're gonna get the rhyme when you get the rhyme, right? Right. So what he was saying, he said he don't understand how a man chop his dick off. So what a man do? A man just oh, goes that's the most boom, tang, yeah. bow. The reason this, go tell me what you got. I will tell you what I got. The, what I got was the most gangster phrase you could say that describes the hardest shit you could do right. like <laughs> is Wu-Tang you Bang. know what I'm saying right, right. Now, cut your dick off no take it back right. like like <laughs> now that's deep now no it's I, true cause though. one of your hold Wu-Tang on. mans did that shit exactly hold on so exactly. did it so now that's so, what it was exactly. who did it who did so, it no so there's so there's, a, so there's, so there's, so there's a dude tell there, there's a dude that was affiliated with, with us right don't say affiliate, motherfucker. He was a Wu Tang. He was a Wu Tang, say. Hold on, listen, man. He wasn't part of the Wu Tang clan. Okay, all right, all right clarity. Now, all right, all right. Hold on, now I gotta give you a test before we go further. I don't want to test. I agree with you. I okay. agree with you. I agree with you. <laughs> From the slum to Shaolin, Wu Tang clan strikes again. The RZA, the Jizza, old dirty bastard. bastard. Inspector Deck, Raekwon the Chef, U Guard, okay. Ghostface Killer, and 
Method Man. Method and of course, Man. a master killer in Capadonna. Method Man and Raekwon are in New yeah. York right now for the Jets-Giants game, right? Yeah, yeah. So of course, okay, that of makes course, sense. Of course, that of course, makes of course, of course, Method, of course Capadonna and Master Killer and a lot of mathematics and sometimes even Red Man and Street Life. Mathematics, but, follow me. But check it out. But this so so we had other groups we signed. North Star. I actually signed North Star. I signed the Black Knights. Uh, both West Coast groups, actually. Some, uh, some, uh, some from Long Beach, some from Compton. You know, and, and uh, you know, made a lot of songs with them, talented young brothers. So one of the members of the North Star zoned out. He zoned out on some zoned crazy. Out. Method, out. One of them drugs you talk zoned about. Zoned out. And what they call it when you do it? <sighs> I don't. What they call it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a word for it though. What's the, What's the word when you do it? Castrate yourself. Castra- yeah. I had to get the word, brother. Yeah. Okay. So now, so, now. So, so he castrates himself, right? So now, that's the punchline of his joke. <laughs> the punchline <laughs> is like, because this dude, for no reason. It was a callback. Yeah. Uh, cut his shit off. Right. So, so you got it in an elevator? Yeah, I'm just walking on this in the elevator. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then, ah! So, so. <laughs> It's a delay. I'm serious. It's a delay Yo, it's a joke. It's a, a long fuse. That's a genius joke when he hits you like 24 hours later. Oh right? my god, joke. that bit has a, a long fuse. Yo, yeah. So yo, but Dave, Dave does got those kind of jokes. Oh man, yeah, I remember when sure. we were on the road when that actually was the news. Right. And he was like, Wu Tang punctuated so much in anything, whatever you do for Wu-Tang, fun anywhere for anything Wu Tang right. forever. Yeah. So when a, a member. Or at least an affiliated member of the Wu Tang right. cuts off his right. dick, and yeah. then he doesn't think he could have been Wu-Tang. a Wu. He could have been a, like a nephew, a Wu few. Did he glue he could have been on? a Wu nephew or whatever? You know what's so crazy about that incident? First of all, that incident was very hurtful. You know, like you know, just, yeah, hell yeah, oh, it was hurtful. No, not, I'm, hurt, I'm quite sure it was hurtful to him. <laughs> but it was literally speaking. But, but it was hurtful in the sense, like when it happened, I was in, a, I was doing a TV show called Gang Related, right? Um. And so you know, like I would go like. Say it happened on the night it happened. The next night is a cast where all, the whole cast get together, and this shit is the news. This right. is like on every network, every TMZ. This is like oh shit, and I'll come in the room and everybody's like, "What the fuck happened?" Like you know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm gonna tell you the thing about it is like I don't know what you need to do to represent your gangster, but cutting your dick off is the most go hard shit a motherfucker could it's do. It's hard, right? Now you that's like next level. Yeah, it's next level. Now, homie, so so I had a buddy with me at the time, Paul Banks from Interpol, and we was working on the album. And, and so he saw me. He's like, "Damn, damn, Bobby, you look kind of fucking depressed." I said, "Yo, man, like I don't like the way this shit sound, man. Right? It's like you know, what I mean, it's like the press. It feels it don't feel right." I said, first of all, I don't, I don't think I found in the history of me of my study. I never heard of a man chopping his own shit off. This shit is biblical. <laughs> you know what I mean? Level, yeah, so yeah. so, so yeah. I'm already, even, even though some people may have done it, <laughs> you don't is, know about it. You this don't shit know about is, it. This shit is biblical. Yeah. Right. Doing it to yourself. Right? So, Mahabharata. And what he said to what he said, he's like, listen, he probably was really fucked up. <laughs> probably. <Right? laughs> Check it out. Probably. He said he was probably. He said, yeah, nah, nigga, he was fucked up. He said he's probably, he said, he said he's probably really fucked up. I said, yeah. I said, but then, you know what I'm saying? Then they say he jumped out the window Yo. out of a two-story. Uh, he jumped over the balcony of a two-story uh, apartment, apartment building. building. But didn't did die. It, did it gotta be? Re- they say he jumped. After he cut his dick off. Moving. Yeah, after. No, not cu- no. Uh, so no, no disrespect to him. Cut but your dick off, jumping over, and then hit full stride when it hit down. No, no. no so, 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 so my man Paul said this. He said, 
I think he was sober when he jumped. How can you get that high? Check it out. He said, I think he was sober when he jumped. And he went on to give me this whole story about one of his friends that had a problem. Because he had to console me. Right, right now I'm kind of puzzled. So he's like, he's, yeah, trying yeah, to, he's trying to console me. And he told me, I said, yeah, but he didn't die. He said, yeah, he didn't die because he wasn't going to die. Like, you know what I mean? So it gave me a little metaphor in my head. So he said, I had a friend who used to drink and shit. And one night he had a problem with it. And one night he was in a hotel and he and he laid on the fucking the the balcony of a window, right? And it, it said, and everybody said, yo, yo, get the fuck off that. And the window's open. It said, if he falls this way, he's going down 10 stories. But if he go this way, he just hit the floor, he's in the room, and that's the that's the whole thing. Right. He said that he went this way. He went down every went ten, down stories? ten stories. Ten stories. Yeah. But during the fall, he sobered up. But when he hit the ground, he didn't die. He became quadriplegic. The dick cut off, motherfucker. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is the, this the, this the alcohol dude that fell down. Oh, point, right. point being made is that you ain't oh. going to go until it's time to go. Right. Oh, one hundred percent. So, so you you think you're killing yourself? It ain't happening. But if you cut your dick off and you survive that, that's the time to go. Hold on, hold on. But so, so the idea is, was he sober when he jumped? And so, and I had the chance to speak to him, right? Uh, I sent him a Quran. You know, what I mean, I was like, I think, you know, you know, you might have to get into some studies, brother, because, and you know, what, so, 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 so. Anyway, I sent him the Quran. Can't nobody hold you down off of that. And then I said, uh, I said, let me ask you a question. And the question was, you know, did you, you know, when you jumped, you know, was you? So? He said, yeah. He's like, <clears throat> for that moment. Like it was, everything else was whatever it was, and you know you could read his story, and he says why he says what happened in the story, but when he jumped, he that was the moment of sobriety, and and for me that was like now that's the when the, he jumped when he cut his dick off that wasn't the moment of sobriety. It's it's after. Okay. You know when you ever do some shit, you ever been fucked up? Yeah. And you do some shit and uh oh, like like I I, I had a really bad uh, sexual thing, mad mad. It was one of those sex nights. Uh, you know, I was, I was, I was covered <laughs> up. I kind of, I kind of had like a blanket over me, and we was going to room to room, fucking girls. It's like it was one of them like bad sex drug in your system. I'm fucking everybody tonight. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I know you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm I'm saying. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. And you just going room to room, room to room, room. Going crazy. Condom, no condom, yeah. motherfucker. I'm going hard body. Against the grain. Against the grain. But then there's that moment. Like oh shit I'm f- I fucked up right I knew I fucked up right and you and you get sober for about thirty seconds and then the high kick back in you go knock yeah, another door yeah. <laughs> you like yo 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 I'm alright the dick back the dick is back You're the like, dick I is don't back know where those loads went <laughs> anyway uh, yeah anyway that's my that's that's it but so he jumped bang. but didn't he glue his dick back on he stitched it back on right did Jamie it? it fixed it it's all good bro is that true. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I stopped following the story after that. <laughs> yeah, that was after. But J- they with okay. that joke. I was like, that that was just. Thank God for surgeons. Go. Thank God for scientists. Thank God for. Yeah. But I'm telling you though, that is the, that's that, like forever will be the most gangster shit you can do. Wu Tang, chop your dick off and say yeah. Wu Tang. <laughs> that dude, Dave Chappelle. Don't is say that because people are gonna film it now. They got a world star hoping that Dave sees it. <laughs> so I'm getting I'm getting a track today. I'm getting a track today. Uh, getting a track and you may Email get it today. it to me right now, son. You about mm. to disappear, man. Who? You are. No, no, give me an email. <laughs> Don't 
You guilt tripped the shit out of people. He didn't say nothing. He's been here for two fucking hours. I said, who? Poof. I'm gone. He's been here for hours. I went there. And you said, the thing about it Donnell guilted me into producing his show. No, I didn't guilt you. He guilted Jamie into being a technical advisor. That's not what I said. He guilted you into the music. And then he tried to pretend like you were trying to run out of here. Oh, no. When you clearly No, that's not what I said. What I said was like, I'm sick of you talking shit to me. Here it is. I said, could you just ep- produce the first episode 100%. and get off the track? And Jamie wasn't fuck with me at all. He didn't know I what to bring, do. No, he knew what to do. He it's knew how to get the, me the fuck out of here. So he, he wouldn't even make eye contact. I, I knew I had another show to do right now. Exactly. I didn't know what he needed me to do it. And I didn't know I was He does five be. shows a week. Wow. Listen, with that said. And sometimes more. Joe, with that said, yes. I wasn't demanding. <laughs> I wasn't only thing but only thing Listen, I was doing is being cooperative in all honesty I'm happy more than happy what did we start I'm this all with contemplate ecstatic. I contemplated I'm ecstatic to help you I contemplated you. this situation I'm ecstatic to help you yeah. I don't care I'm happy I'm glad I just want you to do it and, and now gonna, that you're doing it I started this I'll do whatever and look at the inspiration and we started this yes, yes. this inspiration yes. too okay write your email on here this I'm old gonna, school gonna, and shit yeah I'm old school alright well I'm gonna you gotta send it to me man and I'm gonna, um, I'll send you a track. I'll send you two. Look at that. Look at that. that. Two. Want to be like maybe kind of hip hoppy, and I want to be like. <laughs> Listen, just, don't even go just... with it. Listen, when the funny <laughs> thing about we came with the idea to do it in the car. I, you know how I drive around? I listen to uh, classical music. So want to be classical. What kind? Beethoven. <laughs> I don't even know. I got on some classical station. Like serious. I don't know what it is. They be like this, and that was the works from NB minor. <laughs> and so I know that shit make my brain feel relaxed like a motherfucker. No, right? You know, it does feels yeah. good. I like listening to it while I write. Donnell Raw Edge. <laughs> yep. D o n n e l l. Don't tell people. <laughs> he had to. He had to read this shit back. What's Donnell, this right we're gonna here? have to edit that out. You <laughs> can't tell people what your goddamn email is. Look, don't I didn't say, say that. Email. I didn't. He say just it. said Gmail. I didn't say look, Gmail, son. You just said Gmail. Well, look how look how he, he wrote it. it. Yo, that's so disrespectful, man. If you he show it, it, if you show it, if he wouldn't have said it, nobody would have knew it. Not even me, because Jamie, can you beep over that? Some numbers in there that can't be seen. Oh, right. No, you the one said. Oh it, yeah, so. we're gonna add some numbers. Yeah. 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 Well, there's three or four. Fuck. Man, I'm telling you, my shit is gonna <laughs> blow, son. I'm ready, son. <laughs> Well, you can't spell the shit the way he spelled it anyway. I spelled it the way I spell it. Uh, what are you talking uh, about? Stop, 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 stop. I got it. Mm, listen, G-O-N-N. people are going to get your email. That's two N's. I got you. Please. I thought it was two V's. Please, Donnell. Man, whatever it is, V's. The dicks are coming to you right now. Dudes are loading up dicks on their email browsers. Sending them to you like a goddamn hurricane. Don't do that. You got to give me that, man. Why you can't do it right now? Oh, because it's not in my phone, kid. So I got a new phone. Donnell, you got to change your email. Oh, he got I hate me, to son. tell you this. He got me. You got me. <laughs> I got a new phone. Oh, How much can we change this? All right, take my number down, too. Okay. It's fucked? Can we beep it? Yeah. We're going to beep over your email because this is ridiculous. And What did I do? We're going to cut to me during the, the take so that you don't see your lips moving either because the scientists, they're out there. Okay. They will? We're all good. Damn, where does this <clears throat> go? Jamie knows so, what he's doing. So, Yo, where does this come out of? <laughs> the plug. I know the plug. I don't know. There's something where underneath the there. Plug? I don't know. There's something right underneath right there. Oh, where is it, Jamie? Right. Well, you can't hear me, but Spy's right foot. Where is it? By your right foot. By your right foot on the floor. Oh. There you go. There you go. Click. So We good? Before I slip out and go uh, catch the store before it closes, give me one serious Rizzo question. 
I mean, I don't know. Well, tell me about the Hulu show. I'm interested in the Hulu show. Okay. Cool. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. <laughs> this one thing. So this, this, I'm gonna give you something to edit too. That's why I just. No, we're good. He's okay. he's good. James gonna beep over. Okay. So description so, of his email. <laughs> People are mad right now. What the fuck? It was better when it was live. I could send him a picture of my dick. <laughs> so the Hulu show was um created by me, my partner Alex C, uh, executive producer Brian Grazer. And, uh, I love Brian. Yeah, Method he was Man. just here last week. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, he's you know great. What? That's right. He's an interesting guy, man. Yeah, very, very. Smart, I really like smart. talking to him. Yeah, and he, uh, well, he's a, he's a, he's a entertainment icon and genius in what he do, and he had uh he actually read my book, The Tao of Wu, and um that led to him having an interest in making this into a TV series. You know what I mean? Um, and so we uh we partnered up with Alex C, uh, Francie Calfo, and we. Uh, wrote ten episodes of this with a you know got a writers room, uh, put it on Hulu. It's called Wu Tang and the American Saga, an American Saga, and uh, it follows you know us, you know pre Wu Tang days in all reality, right? So you get to see some of the things that happened in our neighborhoods and and some of the things that molded us to the men that we became. And it's not only because of like uh, like you know we you know we have the liberty to fictionalize some things, right? So for instance. There could be a character, you know, you think about Eric Garner, right? That's, like, popular within the last three to five years, right? Maybe a little longer. Right? But for us, that same thing happened when we was kids in our neighborhood. In the, in the same neighborhood, mind you. Of course. Okay? So that's, that happened on Staten Island, you know what I mean? And, 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 and we was able to, through the show kind of go back and look at some of the same problems that we have as American citizens in our communities that we're still facing today. For instance, in episode three, one of my favorite episodes, you see uh, a, a black mother addressing a funeral about how so many of these kids are dying from gun violence over things that's not even valuable. Things that could be replaced, whether it's sneakers or gold chain, but the life can't be replaced. And she goes on to say something that, uh, you know, as a mother, the pain of labor, you hear how painful that is, right? I've seen how painful it is. So it's, imagine the pain a woman feels when their child is killed in cold blood. I can't even imagine that. And she goes on to say, we never see our children as thieves, gangsters, you know, uh, criminals, we see them as our babies. You know what I mean? And we're turning our community into a war zone. And we got to realize that this is our community and these are our babies. So the, so the show gets a chance to tap into all that because these things happen. In our, we were talking about earlier. We were talking about the same thing. Yeah, we were talking, we talking about guns. I was like, a black person's perspective and their views and how they look at guns is totally different from someone that grew around where the NRA was strong, where grew around where they had gun laws. Right. You know what I'm saying? With the average black person, when you think about a gun, you think about something that could take somebody's life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You and, you, and not only that, you also think about a gun in certain cases where it took a life of somebody that was innocent. It was somebody with a, a, an, an authority. You know what I'm saying? So, like, most black people, their <clears throat> connection with guns is totally different from just, like, hunting and I want to protect my household. Yeah, because 
And and in our show, we you know we tap into that, but at the same time, we also tap into that feeling when when the kid gets a a new drum machine, right? Without the instruction manual, and he's gonna stay up all night Try to figure, figure it out. out. You know what I mean? And play on it, and and make some, and eventually make something. You know, like for for the case of me, that SP twelve hundred, I made that beat for Bring the Pain, which was one of Method Man's first videos and one of his first charting songs. And you to think to think about me trying to figure this thing out and figure it out and then make something. And getting excited every time you figure yeah. it out. And then, and then make something that the world appreciates. Right. So you get that that angle as well. But then you also, you know, you get, you know, at the time my mother was uh working for a man named Fat Larry. And Fat Larry was a Ashley Larry cousin. <laughs> no, he's like, no. Yo, 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 no. He, no, he, no, he actually was an Italian guy who ran the number spots on Staten Island. You know, what I, I used mean? to go to Italian restaurants that I can't remember. It was so, it felt so illegal and fucked up, but it was so good. <laughs> Staten Island, right? yeah, yeah, man. It was like, oh shit, I ain't telling nobody I'm out here. Yeah, so, so we, so we, so we, so we, so we tap into, we tap into that culture as well. So, so uh, anyway, so it was an honor to work with Imagine TV. You know, Brian Grazer, Ron Howard also blessed us on it as well. And uh, my partner, Alex C., who, uh, just a good writer. You know, he wrote Superfly, right? The new Superfly. And uh, he's just a good writer. And our partnership led to these episodes. And uh, it's a valuable right now. How does it feel to be respected as a hip-hop pioneer, as someone that started some different shit? And, like, you could rock with Wu-Tang forever, but you still been able to, like be identified like you. You know what I'm saying? How does it feel to be go through the hip-hop thing and then being respected in the film world, in the writing world, like you are now? I mean, it's a blessing, of course, right? You can say that without no joke, no no strings attached. That wasn't a joke, just Sorry, real no, no, shit. No, no, so. no, 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 I'm with you. It's a, it's a blessing. And the beauty of it all, for me, for the RZA, is that every step that I take and every footprint I leave, I leave it for hip-hop. Right, so you think about, you know, of course, you know, Dr. Dre is in front of me. He's ahead of me, you know, um, and so, you know, I had his records before I had a record, uh, and so I watched the N.W.A. movie, and I'm like, wow, it's a movie now. It was an album now. It's a movie, and now, you know, how do I take it to another level? Well, now it's not a movie. It's a TV series. Wow, you see, and now somebody else in hip hop could take a look at that and they could say, wow, what can we do now to take it to another level? So the biggest blessing for me, the biggest reward is knowing that there's footprints being left by the Abbott, if they call me the Abbott, but the Abbott is leaving footprints. So on showing people in hip hop, you don't have to be crabs in the barrel or trying to say a rhyme or trying to make a beat. I mean, you could, you could, you know, you could take your art and put it in many forms because there's many outlets of art. Even an editor. There's many outlets of hip hop too. Yeah, even a good editor, a hip hop video editor, it's a certain style to his editing, right? So because he has a he has the hip hop in him, you know what I mean. So even there's an outlet. A lot of young people, uh, you know, in, in many fields, we all sometimes strive towards the same goal, not realizing how many people it takes to achieve the goal. And through film, and I, I end with this, through film being one of the most collaborative art forms there is. Like you watch a movie, you'll see, you know, hundreds of names go by. When I did my movie, Man with the Iron Fist, 
I had was that Tarantino? You, you yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, yeah. you know the weird thing about it, like, man, like me being on the outside and seeing you create everything, man, that connection felt so like it was supposed. It made so much That's sense, right. son. Thank you, y'all. It made so. It's like. Duh. <laughs> right. And the baddest man alive is like number two, <laughs> right behind the Rage Against the Machine uh, Wu Tang collaboration. With the, with the Black Keys. God damn, that's a good song. Well, point, God but, damn. Thank you, brother. Thank you. But point being made that 500 people was employed. Yeah, a lot of people. A lot of moving parts. Yeah. So think about the young people out there who's trying to figure out whether their art fit in, fit in, whether their talent fit in. And I say to them, look, it took 500 people to make that, okay? And you never know. Where your talent gonna fall? So right. we could like he told you to spit the spit sixteen. You ain't gotta spit sixteen. No, no, he gotta spit right? sixteen. So. But him, but his <laughs> no, no, no. Fuck well, hold on, that. Hold he on, gotta hold on. spit sixteen I mean, I mean, or two. <laughs> <laughs> but his talking, listen, his talking attract millions. Just like man, this my motherfucker, spit sixteen. Yo, man. Only reason I did. <laughs> only reason this is why I wanted him to spit sixteen because I knew he was going to say, "Where's the fuck is your podcast?" Right? So, <laughs> oh, yo, I was like this before he get oh, to the podcast. Shit. He wanted, I wanted to, keep to do me the defensive. Already know this motherfucker's voice is the voice of this whole shit, and a motherfucker that can just sit there and talk to somebody forever, and not only just talk to somebody forever, that's after doing comedy. I was a comedy, and then I got time to talk to somebody forever, and I don't have to talk about none of the shit I did last night. That's some crazy shit. You could do it, too. I went, Yo, I started 44 minutes with nobody. <laughs> yo, I got two producers. Y'all already said it, son. My produ- three producers. You, we going to do it. You, listen, you're on the road, man. You got no worries. And yo, Rizzo going to leave with a verse. Check okay. it out. Hit me with it. What's the logistics? Is my egotistic personality part of my coexistence, or is it just a dangerous stranger paying me an uninvited visit, like an unwanted Christmas guest, or is it just a fragment of my lower self, envy, greed, and lust, or my higher self, goodwill, love, and trust? Is this therapy too untherapeutic to discuss? I was dangling in the dirt like a pair of loose shoestrings, but I was born in the USA like Bruce Springsteen, torn between the temptation of bringing the ruckus to maintaining a structure to keeping girls on my payroll that cuts your nuts off after they fuck you before you rupture. They try to put me in a quiet place where the words stop or put me in a closed pen space ruin life through a bird box but close the windows shut the doors scatter dirt on the floor so the sound of my footsteps are dampened and absorbed that's a metaphor to kill the noise while they walk around we look blindfolded as they kill our boys and these crazy races roam with cold steel and they kill for joy Blood spills inside the church and outside the shopping store inside the movie theater school campus and church or the synagogues no location is omitted most cases get acquitted by mental illness, and no guns are prohibited. Is it rational to think this is a national problem, therefore it's a threat to national security and the National Guard needs to solve it? Or is it visible? It's a problem of individuals who are not in accord with the principle of one nation under God and the visible. Respect to my veterans. The Rizzo, ladies and gentlemen, Donnell Rollins. That's it. That's it. That's That's the way to end a fucking Ah! podcast. Woo! An honor, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Woo!